7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! We can do it. We will do it. Let's get in some good trouble, guys. Uh, welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on RadioForHumans.com. Fellow humans on the program with me tonight, as per usual, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble. Welcome. Making good trouble. Yeah, that's a way to be. And uh, Joe Santorz of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also a good troublemaker here on the show. Welcome, buddy. Scranton is still here. We're here. That's good. That's good. Cleveland is still here, too. Uh, and, I, and we got some extra visitors from the federal government or Eric Prince. I don't know. Um, so that's mm. nice. Thanks, guys. Mm. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, lots of lots of stuff to talk about uh, this week. It, it's been a very tough emotional week. Because it just doesn't it, it, it doesn't seem really real that we've we've lost John Lewis, but we really haven't. We really haven't because he is still he, his his legacy has has permeated our world for the better, and we need to prop up Amen. the people that he's going to inspire down the road who are going to run for political office, who are going to get into good trouble, who are going to. Uh, help smash the barriers uh, for all people. Because that's what John Lewis stood for. It wasn't just about, you know, African Americans. He 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 was for LGBT, LGBTQ rights, uh, and and women's rights. He he was for everybody. He truly was a man for everyone. And uh, you know, it was it was difficult. It was difficult, you know, uh, watching his funeral and and the magnificent speakers. Including former President Obama and you know uh, Bill Clinton and George W. Bush were there too. Um, God damn it! But uh, there was one notable absence and somebody who also failed to mention anything about the passing of John Lewis, and that's the uh, the current piece of garbage squatting in the Oval Office. Um, and, um, and and now I I just uh. uh a, a, a kind of a, a, a to deviate to deviate from this a little bit. There was also another political loss this week, and that was of Herman Cain, somebody who we've been talking about quite a bit on the show. Um, and we all of our speculation was right; he was not doing well. Meanwhile, he had assholes that worked for him going out on Twitter while he was intubated and saying, you know, about the you know the the. Um, was the Mount Rushmore event that was going on. 
and and masks won't be masks and social distancing won't won't happen. Where people are fed up, they sent this tweet out. Well, I hope that person feels like a real dickhead for doing that when Herman Cain died from going. You know, potentially we don't know for sure, but potentially from that indoor event. I mean, there were other people who got COVID from the, the you know tested and had COVID after that event. So Occam's razor, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, th- th- he was hospitalized, I believe, nine days after the event, mm-hmm. and that would fall within the fourteen-day incubation period. And they're and, like, "Well, uh, there's, uh, yeah, go ahead." Oh well, I mean, I mean, it, it would. I mean, uh, it, the intubation occurred a few days later. That it follows a pattern, okay, yeah. and uh, it fits the pattern. Now, in a court of law, could you prove it? No. But uh, sure, you know, and and then you have the assholes telling us that he didn't die of COVID nineteen. He died of colon St- cancer, stage which four cancer. Cure, yeah, cured yeah. of which he was cured of nine years ago. Yeah, I shared. I, I went to Twitter, um, and where people were expressing their condolences, and uh, all these MAGA freaks or bots or Russian trolls, whatever the hell they are were spreading the disinformation that he died of of cancer, stage four cancer. Yeah. I, I did a post right. on Facebook where I found at least three just within a few posts of one another. Go ahead, Rain. No, it just if he got if he came down with the virus nine days after it, it seems to me as though he might have had the virus before it. Yeah, that, that, that that's possible. Relevant. Yeah, that's possible too. The the only the problem here is is his family and and staffers or whatever are saying he did a lot of traveling around that event, so it's impossible to tell where he got it. We'll just never know. Well, why don't no. you start doing some tracing? Tracing. Tracing. Yeah. What uh, uh why why not find out? Uh, you know, why not work with people to help? Because this is somebody very high profile. I, I said to Susan in the car, this really doesn't feel real. It feels like the twist in the TV show that you're watching and you're like, they're not going to kill that guy. They're not going to kill that guy. Oh, my God, they killed that guy. You know? Yeah. It feels like that. Yeah. It feels like, you know, th- this guy has been a character in the, the right wing show that's been going on for years now. And it's like, no, they're not going to, yet. Yeah, no. I mean, it's terrifying. Inter- it's, it, you know. Go ahead. Uh, I'd be interested to know, there was a photograph of him at that indoor event in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. With a group, and they were all together, and nobody had a mask on, uh, called uh, Black Voices for Trump. Yeah. And I'd be interested, I wonder how many in that group tested positive. Or if anybody even bothered They're doing cover some contact tracing. Yeah, yeah, it, it, with that particular group. Because was, it was a pretty stark photograph. So you mm-hmm. had a lot of faces that easily could be identified, called, and say, you know, Herman Cain came down with this nine days after that event. Mm-hmm. He possibly was even infected before the event. That's kind of why I brought it up. Yeah, so, um, and even if he wasn't, it's possible then somebody there gave it to him. In any event, the virus is possibly in that group. And maybe you guys want to check it out. 
I'd be interested yeah. to find out how many in that group ended up with it. Oh, but you Michelle, know? yeah, Michelle requested this for the cancer uh, uh, disinformation story. Bullshit. Bullshit. So, um, but yeah, you know, this is something that th- this somebody huge in the Republican Party has died because of this pandemic and the failed response from the Trump administration. Blood is on his hands. Herman Cain's death is on Trump's hands. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because if you, if you all want to recall, people had to sign um, a disclaimer. Yeah, he knew it was dangerous. That event. And, the, and Herman Cain knew it was dangerous. And, you know, I'm tempted to play a wacky Herman Cain clip, but out of respect, I'm not, not going to. Um, uh, but don't worry, Herman Cain. At least that will live forever. Other than uh, you, you will live forever, at least in my audio cart here. But um, I, I want to uh, let, let me let me play this. Let me play this because this all relates to some uh, to a personal encounter I had on Facebook. Um, but this is a uh, Kaylee McEnany has asked about uh, Herman Cain's death and whether or not they believed it could have been contracted from. Uh, the uh, Tulsa rally. Um, Herman Cain passed away yesterday, and obviously he had tested positive for COVID nine days after attending the president's rally in Tulsa. Officials there have connected the rally to a spike in cases. Is there any concern that Herman Cain may have contracted uh, coronavirus at the president's rally? And is the task force doing any follow-up to track other potential cases from that event? Look, Herman Cain is the absolute embodiment of the American dream. Um, We are grieved and we are very saddened by his passing. He was raised in Atlanta, Georgia on a small farm. He left with just the clothes on his back. Um, His mother was a housekeeper um, and he rose to be an extremely successful businessman and someone who was um, who contended for the nomination of our party. Um, And I I would refer you um, to a post on Herman Cain's website um, and he says, I realize, uh, or his website rather, I realize people will speculate about the Tulsa rally, but Herman did a lot of traveling the past week. I don't think there's any way to trace this to one specific con Contact that caused the infection, um, we'll never know. Um, so that, I, and I will not politicize um, Herman Cain's passing. Not being I would asked just to. Great contributions he's made to our society. We'll always remember him, and his legacy will stand. You know what his legacy is? He's the, his legacy now is bad pizza and died from COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we we say it with all due respect. This is only my personal opinion. But people's legacies don't change because they're dead. No. Okay, he was an idiot in life. He's an idiot in death. Period. Just because he died doesn't change that. Well, okay. you want you want legacies. John Lu- John Lewis has a legacy that's going to endure. Exactly. exactly. A you man know. like John Lewis lived a life and in death is remembered for that life. Yeah. It's the same for Herman Cain. And he will be remembered for his life. And his life let's just say, was one of denial and, might I say, um, well, never mind. No, okay. Rain, what were it's you going to say? It's just people that people don't change because they're dead. Yeah. But did you hear what Kaylee said? He's been traveling around the past week. He, he had been traveling around the the week uh, a week or two that, before. We know the rally. that, but that is not what she said. She said he he's been traveling oh. around the past week. 
I heard it differently. Uh, and I, well, my point is, is that she's really not good at this. Well, she was not asked to politicize. She was asked whether or not, uh, basically, you know, Michelle says, you know, if you did tracing, you would know. If you did tracing, you would, we will never know how we go. Duh. Yeah, you might know, and you might save somebody's fucking life. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm going to have so many wrinkles by the end of this because I, my brow is so furled all the time. Um, but okay. So, so now I want to, I want to relate this to the, the personal thing is because I started interacting on Facebook. I was not cruel about Herman Cain's death. I made a post and I said, do you, do you think, you know, now that, now that the GOP, you know, Trump and his cultists have essentially killed Herman Cain, are they going to start taking this shit seriously? I made a post that said that. I made another one with the, the screenshots of the uh, disinformation cancer uh, MAGA people. I did that. Um, uh, you know, I don't remember uh, what the other one was that I did, but I think I did a third one. But it was just, I think it was just sharing the story of his passing. Um, and and uh, Armin, my former, <laughs> yeah, spoilers, um, my former conservative friend uh, on Facebook, uh, he's a good guy. We, we, we get along about a lot of things. But then I, I realized he did something, and I realized he's not my friend. And because friends would never let somebody down the way he let me down. Um, I went on to his page, and we, he was commenting, and he was upset. He was distressed. He'd met Herman Cain before. He liked Herman Cain. Uh, he thought he was cool. And, and honest to God, there were some actual legitimately funny laugh-along-with-Herman-Cain moments in his campaign and shit back in the day, like the creepy staring ad in, um, the, in the, the, the smoking guy in the video or whatever, and... And then there was like the Pokemon speech that he did. He stole like lyrics from a Pokemon song or something. So there were actual like funny things, and the whole cane train was just ridiculous, um, you know. But I, you know, so I de I didn't hate Herman Cain, not the way I hate Donald Trump and yeah, the people I'm, who I'm are in his direct orbit. And I didn't think he deserved to die for anything he did. There were some pretty. Serious accusations about sexual misconduct, but he should have had his day in court for that, and he should have been punished for that. But I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him die. Not this way, for certain. You know, he came back from fight. You know, fighting. He he he, he fought and beat the cancer. You dumb MAGA idiots. Uh it's the last bad thing that happens to you is what kills you, dummies. Yeah, it was not nine years ago. It was twenty eleven. Yeah. When he yeah. had the colon cancer, and he he was well over the five year survival rate, you know where they consider you cured. And, you know, if I if I got COVID nineteen, I have diabetes. Okay, so if I had got COVID nineteen, what are you going to say? I'm in the hospital, or I died from diabetes? Exactly. Right. No, it's dumb. I, I got it because I because my diabetes made me more susceptible to COVID, but what killed me is COVID. Yeah. Underlying causes. I broke my elbow right. when I was seven. An underlying, gonna, an underlying it, cause yeah. may may make me more susceptible to get it, but let's not forget that it's getting it that kills yeah. you. Yeah. So, um, but so anyway. So, and uh, I want to add one quick thing. I don't want to victim blame people who get COVID. However, when you go into an arena without a mask 
signing a you know signing an agreement saying signing away your life you, that's mm-hmm. just not smart yeah that's no. why that's why i have i have a very hard time feeling bad for the for the man dying when he when he dared death yeah I will and that goes, feel and that, I will and that goes feel for and that goes for every single maga asshole who walks around without a mask because they're making some kind of freaking statement about their freedoms. Well, I, I know, always feel so, bad. And I really don't care. And I, 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 you know, I really don't care if they get it and die. What I do I, care is that, that they, they, they hurt other people exactly. who are yeah, innocent well, mm-hmm. and don't deserve to get it and die. Yeah. I don't feel remorse, but I feel, uh, you know, I, I, I feel shocked and, and kind of disgusted, basically, that he threw his life away for, for Trump. Go ahead, Rain, and then let me get back to my story. I will always feel bad for male ego pride because huh. it kills them, and I will always feel pity for that. And that gives me my humanity. There you I go. do feel bad that he died. I do. So, so I went and I, I essentially made a post, uh, you know, saying, uh, you know, uh, that, uh, that, you know, this is uh, basically all the feelings that I have about Trump. I made in a post on Armin's uh, page and Armin agreed with me that Trump absolutely was culpable for, you know, part, uh, part of Herman Cain's death and, you know, for, for encouraging people to go to the rally and in being a poor leader. And uh, discouraging masks and discouraging social distancing and, you know, packing people into recycled air uh, in a venue, even if it wasn't at full capacity. Snicker. Um, so And, remove, uh, and removing the stickers that had yeah, them exactly apart. Exactly. So, so I, I made a comment about that. And then one of his asshole friends, uh, you know, total Trump cultist, comes on. Sorry about the dogs, guys. And I had... Um, I had a conversation with Armin a while ago about how, you know, it, it was it goes back to the, you know, he, he was telling me about how MAGA people hate him if he's ever critical of Trump, right? So one of his asshole friends comes on and starts calling me names. Uh, he calls me Karen Pick because all of a sudden oh. I'm a Karen because I complain about Trump's shitty leadership. Oh, I don't want to speak to the manager. I want the manager fucking gone. Okay. And that's what we're going to try and do in November. So, so he starts calling me Karen, and he starts he calls me an Antifa punk or something like that, and you know, it just all, all these insults, and it's like this. I was like, I was like, first of all, fuck off. You start insulting me, I don't read your shit. That's what I said. And then he and and then he was like, fuck you, and just started coming back and going crazy. And then Armin's like, everybody calm down. And then then so the it devolves into. I have to defend me saying Trump is, um, you know, has failed leadership. I have to explain exactly how he failed, as if they don't know already. Um, and I said, and I said repeatedly, and I never got an answer. I said, "Tell me, you would be okay with this kind of failed response from Obama? Tell me, it would be okay with 152,000 people dead? It was only 150,000 when I was doing the post." Now there's, yeah. yeah. So so I said, tell me, tell me. They wouldn't say it. They wouldn't say it. 
you know, and I and and then I, I made a comment about something. You know, they they said, oh, all you do have to, all you do is just say Trump is racist, and you just can just say whatever you want about him. And I was like, well, he is racist. How's he racist? How's he racist? Well, I did a meme based on this argument last night, and I posted it on my Facebook page, and basically it goes, um, Trump's a border. He's uh, he's not a racist. Me. Um, and I said, sure, you know, and, then, and it says, uh, sure he is. And, and then I run down the litany. I said, sure he is. Housing discrimination, Central Park 5, birtherism, Mexican rapists, shithole countries, white power retweets, Trump supporter. Is that all you got? And then me, ah, shit, I forgot you're a brainwashed cult member. My bad. Uh, and then I brought up, I mentioned, all of them. I mentioned, no. I didn't even name all of them. And I also brought up the Pocahontas slur that they use against Elizabeth Warren. I do not feel bad for Elizabeth Warren in this instance. What I'm saying is by using that term, it is hurtful to some Native Americans. He used it in front of Native Americans who were yes. who were coders in World War II while they were standing under a picture of Andrew it's Jackson. It's disrespectful and cruel how, to use how those racist. One of how the racist was that. One of the guys referred to Chris Cuomo as Fredo too. And I told him he was being racist and that my good Italian friend would tell him point blank he was. Mind you. Now, I wanna, I'm want i going to do something that might be a, sort of an offensive exercise, but I'm not going to... to uh, I'm going to do to them because Armin is originally from Iran and his other friends, I believe, are uh, Armenian. Something along those lines, right? That would be like me. Okay, I'm going to insult Armin because he came from Iran. Okay, and I'm going to use some kind of derogatory term for a Muslim, or you know, uh, you know, like a common name that you know you use for everybody, like you know, a Fredo version or an Uncle Tom kind of thing. You know, some kind of thing like that. Something that yeah, call this, so, you know, call so Saddam. yeah, sure, exactly. You know, uh, you know. So if I said that about him, that's not necessarily offensive to him. Well, no, actually, yeah, that would be offensive to him. But I'm saying it, it's like huh. me saying if if I say you know, let's go to the old racist uh, character from Johnny Quest, Haji. Who? Okay, you remember Haji, who wore the turban and everything? Pretty racist mm -hmm. stereotype. If I start, if mm -hmm. I said something to these, you know, to one of these guys, and started bandying about that name, it would be hurtful to someone. Right? So I don't do that. Right. It just makes sense. But they're like, oh, and then Armin comes in and says, oh, it should be Focahontas. F-A-U-X. And they're like, what she did was racist. And I'm like, I just gave you a list of everything you did. And all you can worry about right now is that Elizabeth Warren was under the impression that her family lineage had Native American blood. As was I. And then she took the DNA test, and guess what? She had Native American DNA. And they're saying what she did was racist, but Trump can discriminate against people living in his properties in the 70s. Is that all you got? Birtherism. Is that all you got? Central Park Five. Is that all you got? How well, about our Muslims Armin dancing on a rooftop during 9-11? Yeah. Sure, exactly. Hi. How about in the streets? There, there's good people on both sides. Yeah. Hi. Fascist. Uh, Mexican you know, judge. You didn't, you didn't. You didn't even the Mexican judge. How about the blue, the 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 uh, gold star family, uh, who he he desecrated Hi. during the campaign. Uh, he, yeah. How about? On the show. Huh? 
hi, fellow woman on the show. What Armin did is he went to the lowest common denominator and decided to make women below all of you guys. Exactly. When Kenny, when you were Susan's trying to pointed out the same racism, thing. When you were trying to explain the racism, these, and I'm going to assume that they were men. And if I'm wrong, I apologize. But the first thing they did is they went after a woman, which always goddamn happens. So, Joe, I love you. You can you can bring up all of those all of those examples. But as soon as it comes down to the point where they are proven, where you prove them wrong, where you show them the errors of their ways, they will always go to a woman. Exactly. Because that intimidates them. This is what women go through. Well, then Susan pointed that out. They were like, like, oh, so it's okay for Trump to do all that stuff. What Mm. is deemed by most rational people as an innocent mistake for Warren which yeah. many people have believed in their life that you know families always say, "Oh yeah, you're well, we're part Cherokee," you know. Well, yeah. uh, you it, know, because I'll tell you that happened to Bob. That happened to Bob. Yeah. All his life, he thought he, he his uh, grandmother was was uh, Native American. Mm-hmm. And in researching his book and and doing stuff stuff for his book, we did DNA testing and found out that there was that rumor, and it wasn't true. There was no Native American in his in his family history, so there. It happens a lot with people. It happens with people, and 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 it was a mistake. And Tell, yeah. Rain, you're 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 absolutely correct. It, it, it's the woman. It's it's the same thing, you know. And I don't want to get off track on here, but it's the same thing I'm hearing. Like I support every shortlisted person on Biden's VP shortlist. Don't get me wrong, but this idea that Kamala Harris. And I heard this so many times. Rubs people the wrong way. Oh, what the fuck does that mean? I'll tell you what it means, and you could go ahead and tell it what it means, Rain. Uh, you know, oh, you know what it means. She, she's unapologetic about. She's unapologetic, and she's a strong black woman. She's assertive. And, and we, I'm sure, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, and I don't want to get off track on that. that yeah, but it's the, same, wanna, yeah. it's the same crap. It's the same crap. Well, it's the same crap. If a man is like that, he's assertive. If a woman's but, like but that, she's a. Is, I can't believe that Amon did that. Well, the, and the the end the end of all this, uh, which which made me decide to, late late last night to block him was. He didn't stand up for me as a friend and tell these idiots to stop calling me names. He started making racist remarks himself. I didn't. I wasn't hurt by being called Karen or Antifa or whatever because I'm neither. You know, those guys all married Karens. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, you know, I, I I'm not hurt by any of that. What I am hurt about is him not being a good enough friend as uh, just to defend me. And then jumping on the Elizabeth Warren thing, and then himself using racist slurs. Because yeah, I wanted, I wanted to go into the explanation, like the again, use the Haji kind of analogy, kind of thing, and you know, uh, you know, and it, and it's like, it, you know, they're, they're, these guys, they're, I don't understand them. I don't understand why they're, you know, he's friends with a lot of these guys who are like largely Armenian immigrants, um, who are all Republicans. You know, you know their their parents came here in the seventies, and they're they're all like diehard Republicans. You know, and and they they talk like racist white guys. 
and it drives me fucking crazy. It's like, I'm so glad you can pass, you know, because there oh, are a lot of there there are a lot of people in the Republican Party. If they knew Armin's real last name wasn't a European last name, that it wasn't legally changed, he wouldn't have gotten ahead in life the way he did. That's a very good point. If his friends uh, hadn't taken like the names George and stuff like that, they wouldn't have gotten ahead in life the way they did. I don't did. know him well enough. I'm just but saying that they there. I wasn't. I wasn't aware of that. But yeah. it's a really good point when it comes to this idea of passing. You know, because that has literally been something that's happened in 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 communities of color for uh, probably over well over a hundred years. Well, I just couldn't believe that I was trying to be respectful to Herman Cain on my conservative friend's website, and I got again called names by his asshole friends. And, and basically said, oh, he was a big boy. He took, you know, and it's like, oh, you don't even care about him being dead. You just don't even care. You love Trump so much, he could fucking kill anybody. You know what? I saw a post on Facebook the other day that said, Joe Biden could shoot me in the face while waiting eight hours in line to vote for him, and I would still vote for him. Wow. That's how much I despise this movement and that beast behind it it's it it really is a you I, I keep going back to four or five years ago man when you said it was a cult and i look at it now and i feel like that was a joke then it's not anymore i knew it was i knew it was a cult then because i i saw the i saw i saw it when they just had the wild day he says what i'm thinking no you just have voices in your head that are awful um, so, uh, but anyway, yeah, so there we go. Lost what, who I thought was a good friend. You didn't stick up for me. Bye. I'll send your Christmas card back, too. So, I'm take sorry. me off the list. I am sorry. It, you know, it, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. I made a, a goofy meme, uh, uh, too, that I put on my page earlier today. When you finally block that, the, that one asshole that likes the same bad music as you. And, uh, and it, as a kid crying, <laughs> like holding a gun, crying, like, you know, he had to put down his pet. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm not heartbroken over it, but I am, I, I'm, I'm let down. Uh, somebody who I thought would be my friend would, would tell his asshole friends to like, maybe not name call and have a rational discourse, but no, no, everything was the Fredo's brother's fault is the way he put it. Yeah. So, um, uh, racist assholes, man. It's like, and it, again, you know, they, they pass, they pass and they, but, and they get, but they get to be racist to everybody else. That's it's, fucked it's up. It's also man. a little bit of tribalism, isn't it? Oh, a lot. So anyway, uh, that's my story, uh, on what happened there related to the death of Herman Cain and, uh, the death of a friendship. So, uh, but I will say this, Armin, if you're sad that I blocked you, Blame yourself. You, all right, now it's break time. So. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com
Kiss you in the mouth. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast. Heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit RadioForHumans.com and Bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Boys and girls, your attention, this is Ed please. Eberto. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B., and I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes, it's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank, only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com. Hi there, this is Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night and Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You're listening to Radio for Humans, and that makes you a really good person. I am a human being. Radioforhumans.com This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. Herman Cain wasn't the first known instance of a man who was killed for having horrible friends, unfortunately. So rest in peace, Herman Cain. You needed better friends. Um, and, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, better friends indeed. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. Hello, my friends. Hello, John. 
Also, ben, yes, better friend, <gasps> Joe Santor, says Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I know for a fact, I trust that you guys would never urge me to put myself in harm's way. Never. Why would I do that? No. No. Uh, because then you wouldn't you don't be a have a, to turn up the night, Joe. You don't have an out of control no, ego. There'd be no turn up the night. <laughs> yeah. There would be no turn up the night if you put yourself in harm's yeah. way. Maybe push up the daisies with Kenny Pick. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ken and Joe. The thing that's interesting about this is that I have very, very few conservative, quote unquote, friends. Yeah. And and you know. It, and some of them are more conservative. Some of them are trolls. I have like one sure. or two trolls, which I let people use like a cat toy. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've done that. He, he ignores me, that one. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, it, I have some, Bob and most of them are friends that Bob and I share. Um, I don't think that they would ever let us hang out to dry like that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, mean, I allow, I allow for vigorous vigorous debate on my on my facebook page yeah. as as long as you you know don't treat people yeah. like crap yeah i mean armin was actively liking the comments where they were calling me names and it's See, like that's, that's again not, the names the names did not hurt my feelings you can call i've been called worse by better the names didn't hurt yeah. hurt my feelings it was what hurt but it's not that bad of a hurt was the fact that, it, or just made me realize he's not my friend, is that he was actively liking the insults and not saying, hey, guys, Ken's my friend too. Don't call him names. Yeah, see, that's in, in there have been cases on my page in some threads that I've had on my page where I'm like, dudes, back off. Chill. I mean, even if he would have called me a dickhead or something like that, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But Antifa and Karen, you know, it's like, because I'm neither... I can be a dickhead, but, you know, I just, it, 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 you know, uh, Armin agreed with me before, before all this ended too, that I said, you know, I'm always right. And he agreed that I was. Yeah, <laughs> he said, he said, know, he, he said more, he said, you are more often than not, you are right. And I posted on a couple of things. I said, per usual, I'm right on all of this. You know? And uh, so, yeah. So, anyway. So, it's done. It's over with. But, yeah. There's a... We, but And, and now, it's it, on to f fry bigger fish here. Uh, because uh, um, we got... Oh, speaking of fish. Ugh. Jim Jordan. This is... This is... The, this is... Again, going back to the idea... Of this being a cult? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it is. Well, um, uh, uh, there was a congressional hearing. Anthony Fauci was there. Uh, so was uh, Neckbeard, whatever his name is. Um, Robert Redfield. I only remember it because I always think uh, they say, they're saying Robert Redford. He's the head like, of the That's CDC, not right? Robert Redford. Uh, so... <laughs> um, the guy who can't grow a mustache. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So so this is um, shit. I, I I hope I hope this is all of it. I, I I hope I didn't double up on some of it here. But um, Jim Jordan and Anthony Fauci uh, sparring about 
Anthony Jim Jordan wants Anthony Fauci to say protests are bad. That's what he wants him to say. Yeah, he's he wants him to say that people, you know, protesters should be arrested because God knows. I don't think any protesters have been arrested since all this went down, right? Not a single one. No. Yeah, <laughs> only there have been. Disappeared into unmarked cars. Yes, exactly. Um, thanks, Eric Prince and Donald Trump. Um, and uh, if I'm wrong about the Eric Prince thing, I'll admit it. But so far, it's sounding like I'm right. I usually am. Um, and uh, and it's not bragging. It's just common sense. Whereas these idiots are always talking about common sense. But Jim Jordan uh, goes after Anthony Fauci and says, you need to... You, oh, he's so mad. He's so mad. He wants Fauci to, to, to toe a political line and he won't. Do protests increase the spread of the virus? Do protests increase the spread of the virus? Uh, I think I can make a general statement. Well, half a million protesters on June 6th alone. Yeah. I'm just asking that number of no. people. Does yeah. it increase the spread of the virus? Cra crowding together, particularly when you're not wearing a mask, contributes to the spread of the virus. Should we limit the protesting? I, I'm not sure what you mean. Should what? How do we say limit the protesting? Should the government limit the protesting? I, 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 I don't think that's relevant to... Well, you just said if it increases the spread of the virus, I'm just asking, should we limit it? Well, I'm, I'm not in a position to determine what the government can do in a forceful way. Well, you uh -huh. make all kinds of recommendations. You, no. you make comments on dating, on baseball, on everything no. you can imagine. I'm just asking, you just said that, yeah. that protests increase the spread. Right. I'm just asking, should we try to limit the protests? No, I think I would leave that to people who have more of an, a, a position to do that. I can tell you... Government stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci? Yeah. Last week in the Calvary Chapel case, five liberals on the Supreme Court said it was okay for Nevada to limit church services. Governor, I, I mean, Justice Gorsuch said it best. He said, there's no, there's no world in which the Constitution permits Nevada to favor Caesar's palace over Calvary Chapel. I'm just asking, is there a world where the Constitution says you can favor one First Amendment liberty protesting right. over another practicing your faith? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to interject here. Okay. There is a thing. There are two two kinds of things here. There is open air, Kenny. and there is circulated air. Okay, and many protesters I have seen, I'm pissed off because they're not wearing their masks right. But more than, uh, it, but they're outside, and yes, they do get rather close at times when there are a lot of them. And they're wearing masks. And most of them are wearing masks. Some of them are not. Some of them are wearing them improperly. And I, I think that that is, you know, I, I think that other protesters should say, hey, don't get your family sick and kill them. This is a worthy cause. We don't want them killed by police. We don't want them killed by COVID either. You know? I, I think it, it, there, there needs to be... Uh, a, 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 a greater deference, but I'm not, uh, you know, but I'm not, I'm not attacking the protesters. But what it, what is 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 most important here? Fauci is saying yes, gathering in crowds not necessarily a good idea. So is that crowd inside a church or outside in the open air protesting? Are the people in the churches wearing masks? Are they social distancing? I mean, he's giving guidelines and recommendations. The the the, the graph out there, the, ch the the chart 
about how it's transmitted through an air-conditioned restaurant. I think the Chinese government put it out. And it seems legit because it seems like, I don't know, places like uh, 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 an air-conditioned um, stadium or, you know, arena in Oklahoma seems like that produced a lot of cases and killed at least one person that we know of. Yeah, that we know of before, so, you know, yeah. the CDC wasn't allowed to have all the information. Yeah. But please continue. So so <laughs> this is, you know, this is just, you know, I, I mean, okay. I, 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 he knows this. He knows this. He's just trying to get, drum up the outrage from churchgoers and say, they're taking away our religious freedoms again. Again, because, you know, Obama did it. And now, apparently, Anthony Fauci's doing it because he's in charge, but he's not. Trump is. Well, there's there's also, when I heard that, the first thing I thought of is that Jim Jordan is actively trying to say that um, our First Amendment right to protest should be taken away. Yeah. Well, he's doing it out of retribution, at least in a bullshit, fake kabuki theater style argument joe what he's doing here is he's trying to conflate the two and saying they're already taking away first amendment rights of churchgoers so we want to take away the rights of the protesters that's what i'm getting and he doesn't yeah. believe it he's just trying to rile up the the christian right yeah I, it, uh there's there was an underlying um theme here that and and Jim Jordan went further than that. He talked about rioting and and yeah. and and uh, damage and all this stuff. There's an underlying theme here that the real enemy here are the protesters for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a racist exactly. undertone to his whole screed that he went on with today. Jim Jordan is famous for screaming into a microphone, whatever is at the top of his head. It doesn't have to make any sense because it didn't. The church, no one's, what, what Fauci was saying is, I'm not saying any group should be yeah. banned from any activity. That's what not I'm his saying job. is that activities like that have risks. Yes. And if as a healthcare professional, you want me to give you advice as to how to slow the spread of this very contagious virus down, I would say that assemblies like that, especially indoors without masks or social distancing, are dangerous now you do with that what you want you ban or don't ban that's your job Mm -hmm. my job is to tell you the implications of such gatherings for example here locally churches in my area you have to have a reservation to go to church that's not government instituted my governor didn't say that the mayor of, of the town didn't say that the churches are saying that the pastors are saying that. Yeah. And because he, they know. Mm-hmm. And, and I was going to say, too, you, and, and you know, you know, it, this is like saying, will bullets kill protesters or people in churches easier? Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh. it, 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 it'll kill them. It'll, they'll kill everybody. But, you know... I mean, you know, and, and and that's another thing, too, is is you're right. I have more of the Jordan audio here, but he was talking about, you know, oh, well, you don't see people from church going out and, 
you know, causing trouble and getting, you know, killing. There have been so many church massacres that have been committed by uh, right-wing Christian people. And, you know, the Sikh temple, the, you know, the, the one in Texas, the uh, Mother Emanuel, uh, you know, yeah. all these, all these Mother places. And, and, you know, and sometimes they're, they're uh, committed by people who've gone to those churches. So don't fucking tell me that there's not, you know, violence and killings in churches. There, uh, there's not been one person killed by a peaceful protester yet. Again, we well, know about the opportunists. First of all, it's, we talked about yeah. it. There's that racist asshole from a prison gang that just got caught, Mr. Umbrella. You know, whoever he is, um, that was smashing up the auto zone. You know, I mean. It, it, oh, that was Minneapolis, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, any, anyway, uh, one of you guys had wanted to finish a thought before I get yeah, back to Jim Jordan. I, I was just, I was just gonna say, th- this is a rabbit hole anyway. You know, Jordan does this purposely because you go down this rabbit hole with him, like who, who, who is doing the murdering? Who's doing? The, and people in church don't murder. And whoa, whoa, whoa! That wasn't the question before him. Before him is you have COVID nineteen, which is a highly contagious and deadly virus. It spreads very quickly. And the question is, how do we slow down the spread? And his medical advice is you don't have assemblies that are in close contact with no social distancing or the lack of masks. That's the question. Let's not go the rabbit hole of what demonstrators did destruction to federal buildings. Because that has nothing to do with the question that that we're asking Dr. Fauci. And he's a medical. That's really what it comes down to. He's He's a doctor. He's there to give his medical opinion yes. and and and, and jim, it's a, jordan, it's, jim, jim jordan was trying to make this political yeah it's a common commons tactic of a conservative this, this to send you down a rabbit hole this, that has nothing to do with 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 what you're debating all right finish your thought rain then make, let me get back to the clip this hearing was a sub-select committee on how to deal with the covid crisis it was not a subselect committee on how to deal with protesters in yeah. Black Lives Matter. Those right. things should not come out of Jim Jordan's mouth. No, oh, he's a racist right-wing asshole so, and a Trump uh, butt licker, so what do you expect? I'm not favoring anybody over anybody. I'm just making a statement that's a broad statement that avoid crowds of any type, no matter where you are, because that leads to the acquisition and transmission. And I don't judge one crowd versus another crowd. When you're in a crowd, particularly if you're not wearing a mask, that induces the spread. It's a simple question, doctor. Should we limit the protest? Government is obviously limiting people going to church. And and look, there's been no no violence that I I can see at church. I haven't seen people during a church service go out and and harm police officers or burn buildings. But we know that. I mean, for 63 days, nine weeks, it's been happening in Portland. Yeah. Well, one night in Chicago, 49 officers were injured, but no limit to pro- no limit to protests. But boy, you can't go to church on Sunday. What was the, uh, I don't know how many times I can answer that. I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm just going to tell you. You've opined pub- on a lot of things, Dr. Fauci. Yeah, but I've never. This said is something that directly any. impacts the spread of the virus, yeah. and I'm asking your 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 position on the protest. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm telling you what it is the danger. And you can make your own conclusion about that. You should stay away from crowds, no matter where the crowds government stopped, are. Government has, uh, government has stopped people from going to work. 
In fact, just in New Jersey four days ago. Oh, no. Ian Smith and Frank Trombetta were arrested for opening up, for trying to operate their business, their gym. They were arrested. Yeah. But yeah. I, my, my bet is if these two individuals you know in this gym were gyms, outside just in gym. front of their gym, <laughs> and all the wow. people who were working out in their gym were outside protesting, they'd been just fine. But because they were in the gym working wow. out, you keep saying actually running that. their business, they got arrested. You think that's okay? Oh, Jim, Jim. You know, I'm not like to be in the shower with all those guys. What is Jim? I mean, I, I, you get where I'm going. I'm telling you, as a public health official, I say crowds. Do you see the inconsistency, though, Dr. Fauci? There's no inconsistency, no. Congressman. No, there's not from no. him. Amen. Amen. There's no inconsistency. You're full of shit. He Boy, made he, it very clear. He did crowds say of any type Jim are dangerous. Oh, Jim, you Jim, know, Jim. One, one of the things that really still irritates me is the day, I think it was yesterday, or it might have been the day before. Who knows? It could have been last year. Um... Uh, there was there was a house there was a house hearing, <clears throat> and I think it was um, Representative Jemiah Powell who literally went after. Was it Bill? I can't remember who it was. Bill, was, Bill Barr. It was Bill. It Barr. was Bill Barr. Where yeah. she kind of really, really drove the point home about how come you didn't go after the people in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Who were literally threatening the lives of? Uh, they threatened to. They threatened to lynch the governor. Yeah. Now, those people were not wearing masks. <laughs> those guys were in the, no. the state yeah. house with guns, not mm -hmm. wearing masks. You know mm -hmm. what the difference is? Their movement sucks, and they have no lasting presence or no dedication. They went, they freaked out, they had a tantrum, they went home, they ate a cheeseburger, and they fucking fell asleep. <laughs> our side, I'm, I'm just, our side has a constant presence. They, they clean their guns, they put them back in their cabinets, you know, some of them slaughtered their entire families, um, you know, because they couldn't get a haircut or whatever. Uh, well, their, but, mullets, their mullets are getting kind the, of the other, the other thing about this is that when we watch... And I don't know about you guys. I know when I was have been watching these protests over the past few weeks, I've really been watching them. I have, you know, I live in the D.C. area. Yeah. I don't, I haven't gone to those protests. And I want to. I want to as well, but my, I cannot. That's my DNA. Yeah. I don't I, go same because here. I'm 52 years old. I smoke. I, I can't I go because of Susan. You know? Yeah, so it's the same kind of thing. Um, but. You got another audio clip. I watched them, watch them and I worried about them. But the thing is, uh -huh. is that since Memorial Day, since Memorial Day, we have not seen a spike in COVID cases from the marches all around the country. Yeah. And uh, all uh, around the country. Ohio is leveling off again, thank God. I hope it keeps continuing to trend downward. Um, anyway, uh, here's the last one. Jor Jordan just won't fucking let it go. Government has stopped people from going to work. You know, I'm not going to opine on who gets arrested and who does not. I mean, I, I, you get where I'm going. I'm telling you, as a public health official, 
I oh. say crowds. Do you see the inconsistency, though, Dr. Fauci? There's no inconsistency, mm. Congressman. Sorry, a little bit of what? a repeat. There's no incon- so you're allowed to protest millions of people on one day in crowds, yelling, screaming, but you try to run your business, you get arrested? And if you stood right outside of that same business and protested, you wouldn't get arrested? Okay. You don't see an inconsistency there? I don't understand what you're asking me as a public health official to opine on who should get arrested or not. That's not my position. You could ask no, you've it as advocate, much as you you've want, advocated for and certain I'm not businesses. You've advocated for certain businesses to be shut down. I'm, I'm high risk, you on your shit. position on the protest. And we know the protest actually increased the spread of the virus. You've said that. That's a lie. I said crowds. I didn't say specifically. I didn't say protests do anything. So the protests don't increase the spread of the virus? I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. No, I, I, want, I, would, I just want an answer to the question. Do the protests increase the spread of the virus? I, I don't have any scientific evidence that anything. I can tell you that crowds are known, particularly when you don't have a mask, to increase mm-hmm. the acquisition and transmission. No matter so what. So you don't the crowd have a position is. on whether the protest increased the spread of the virus or don't increase the spread of the virus. I'm saying that crowds, wherever the crowds are, can give you an increased probability that there's going to be acquisition and transmission. But do you understand pro- Americans' concern? Protesting, no, according, to, particularly according to the Democrats, is just fine. But you can't go to work. You can't go to school. You can't go to church. There's limits placed on all three of those fundamental activities, First Amendment activities, but protesting is just fine. Yeah, because Democrats don't go to work and Democrats don't go to church. It's just Democrats. All they do is protest. That's all we do. Wow, did he miss the point? Yeah. But of course, he he misses the point deliberately. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It was it that was purposeful. Hey, Jim, I tell you what, why don't you fucking get your uh, your colleagues in the Senate uh, I know you're you're in, you know in the house, but you know why don't you uh, talk to uh, old Mitch and uh, all your buddies down there and see if you can get the un- uh, put some pressure on them to extend the unemployment benefits for everybody. How about that? Uh, if you're so worried about you know people not being able to go to work, yeah. You also, know? I, I get a kick out of all these all these. Uh, um, I think there was one guy from Tennessee who went on and on about how. Um, there's there's medical risks to not opening up, like the increase, and, and this is what killed me: the increase in domestic violence. And I thought, gee, are you the same Republican Party who voted against the Violence Against Women's Act? Who yeah. stopped? Yep. Who stopped that legislation? What? And now all of a sudden, you're worried about violence against women? Yeah. And you vote and and you voted to stop that legislation. Yeah. You <laughs> scum. Ride, you kidding? ride a hot rail to hell. Yes. So anyway, um, we got to go to the break and get Bobber back on. We're going to pick up on this, and we actually have some better audio than Jim Jordan's little Jim, Jim, Jim tantrum that he threw. <laughs> they arrested yeah. them outside of their gym. Well, they should arrest you and other people that you're covering up for outside your, oh, rape, outside yeah. your rape gyms. How about yeah. that? So, all right, we're going to run to the break, uh, and uh, we'll be right back with Bobber for lots more fun here on the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks, everybody, for rock and roll! And now, on with the show. 
Is there any kind of thought roaming around in that thick shit skull of yours? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! And welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie uh, Radio for Humans.com worldwide. Almost got me. Uh, and, uh, of course, welcome back to the program. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Thank you. And sad to say, baseball season may be over. Did you know uh, that? Yeah. 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 We kind of talked about this on uh, Tuesday, right? Uh, a little bit. So. Well, the commissioner tonight just made it official. Oh, that, okay. Uh, he may have to call the season. Well, there you go. Yeah. You're out. Um, and Rain from Four Freedoms Log, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Swamp. Welcome back. Hi. Sorry. Sorry for jumping in. But the players don't seem to be following the rules. Uh, a lot of Americans don't seem to be following any rules. Um, yeah. So, so especially that yeah. symbolic yeah. of where we are. And I'm sorry. I I know Joe. You really love baseball. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but he doesn't I, love I, it I like that much. Movies. I like movies too. You know, <laughs> and I yeah. like get restaurants. I love going out to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I like a lot of things. So yeah, it, it, it looks like it's going to be canceled. Uh yeah, so oh Joe, we we didn't go to a restaurant, but Susan did uh, uh when on our little trip jaunt downtown, we uh, uh made a, a little detour and picked up some stuff from uh our good uh, uh, uh Gallucci's, the Italian um uh, grocery store we have here. Got some wedding soup, some sandwiches, some pepperoni bread, uh, things like that. Oh, so uh, nothing like stuff. those little meatballs. Oh, those little meatballs. <laughs> Uh, fortunately, they're not too spicy, Mama though. Mia, that's a uh, spicy meatball. And last but not least, uh, Der Braumeister, Bobber, Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., welcome. Hello, boss. There you go. Happy Friday. So, happy Friday to you. Uh, so, there has been a slight change of plans because there is something I need to take care of. Um, and I, I have a long bit of audio I want to play, and I hate to... Just foist this on you now, um, but uh, I figured I wanted to save it definitely till till Bobber uh, got on the show. Um, but I don't know if all of you guys saw this or not. Um, but uh, uh, Morgan Freeman read John Lewis's final essay called "Together You Can Redeem the Soul of Our Nation," that was published in the New York Times on the day of his. Uh, uh, yeah. day of his funeral so uh, but his friend and uh, supporter Morgan Freeman read it on the last well uh, you know pre-recorded it and it was read 
as the last word on the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell last night. And um, and again, it's 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 so beautiful. It's so beautiful, and um, it is. It's like a five minute essay. And uh, if you permit me, I'd like to play this and in its entirety. And I will be back shortly. So, uh, and I've already watched this two times and cried both times. Um, <laughs> let's just say. Um, Nature calls. <laughs> oh, 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 trying okay. to, trying to. Uh, I just had an unexpected. Uh, uh, this usually doesn't happen during showtime, so maybe it was the corn I ate. I don't know. Um, so. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna be like, radio people. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I suppose this is nothing worse than stuff, stuff Stephanie Miller's done. So. Um, but this will this will buy me just enough time uh, uh, to to take care of this. But here, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Oh, <laughs> next person. Next person yeah, might have to. to be wearing the mask. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, maybe. anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil. Go. Hold on, hold on. I don't want to <laughs> sully this moment. I don't want to sully this moment. I've listened to this twice. It's very powerful, and and I want I want you guys to. And, and I cried both times I, I watched it. Um, so uh, uh, this is for everybody um, it's absolutely beautiful and again together you can redeem the soul of our nation while my time here has now come to an end I want you to know that in the last days and hours of my life you inspired me you filled me with hope about the next chapter of the great American story when you used your power to make a difference in our society Millions of people motivated simply by human compassion laid down the burdens of division. Around the country and the world, you set aside race, class, age, language, and nationality to demand respect for human dignity. That is why I had to visit Black Lives Matter Plaza in Washington, though I was admitted to the hospital the following day. I just had to see and feel it for myself that after many years of silent witness, the truth is still marching on. Emmett Till was my George Floyd. He was my Rayshard Brooks, Sandra Bland, and Breonna Taylor. He was 14 when he was killed, and I was only 15 years old at the time. I will never ever forget the moment when it became so clear that he could easily have been me. In those days, fear constrained us like an imaginary prison and troubling thoughts of potential brutality committed for no understandable reason were the bars. Though I was surrounded by two loving parents, plenty of brothers, sisters, and cousins, their love could not protect me from the unholy oppression waiting just outside that family circle. Unchecked, unrestrained violence and government-sanctioned terror had the power to turn a simple stroll to the store for some Skittles or an innocent morning jog down a lonesome country road into a nightmare. If we are to survive as one unified nation, we must discover what so readily takes root in our hearts that could rob Mother Emanuel Church in South Carolina of her brightest and best, shoot unwitting concert-goers in Las Vegas, and choked to death the hopes and dreams of a gifted violinist like Elijah McLean.
Like so many young people today, I was searching for a way out, or some might say a way in. And then I heard the voice of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on an old radio. He was talking about the philosophy and discipline of nonviolence. He said we are all complicit when we tolerate injustice. He said it is not enough to say it will get better by and by. He said each of us has a moral obligation to stand up, speak up, and speak out. When you see something that is not right, you must say something. You must do something. Democracy is not a state. It is an act. And each generation must do its part to help build what we call the beloved community. A nation and world society at peace with itself. Ordinary people with extraordinary vision can redeem the soul of America by getting in what I call good trouble, necessary trouble. Voting and participating in the democratic process are key. The vote is the most powerful nonviolent change agent you have in a democratic society. You must use it because it is not guaranteed. You can lose it. You must also study and learn the lessons of history because humanity has been involved in this soul-wrenching existential struggle for a very long time. People on every continent have stood in your shoes through decades and centuries before you. The truth does not change. And that is why the answers worked out long ago can help you find solutions to the challenges of our time. Continue to build union between movements stretching across the globe because we must put away our willingness to profit from the exploitation of others. Though I may not be here with you, well. I urge you to answer the highest calling of your heart and stand up for what you truly believe. In my life, I have done all I can to demonstrate that the way of peace, the way of love and nonviolence is the more excellent way. Now it is your turn to let freedom ring. When historians pick up their pens to write the story of the 21st century, let them say that it was your generation who laid down the heavy burdens of hate at last, and that peace finally triumphed over violence, aggression, and war. So I say to you, walk with the wind, brothers and sisters, and let the spirit of peace and the power of everlasting love be your guide. You are still with us here today, John Lewis. You will live with us forever. Uh, yeah, so that is... Uh, that was just beautiful. I mean, uh, it, it just his words, every time he spoke... It was powerful. It, it it expressed that notion of peace and love and justice and in righteous righteous anger at injustice. And uh uh but that was that was very subdued and, and just beautifully written that uh, you know, up to the end he fought. He went to Black Lives Matters Plaza and was hospitalized the following day. He was arrested 40 times 
for doing nothing wrong except for asking for justice for everybody. Well, you know, he actually did things wrong because the laws were on the books that said he did things wrong. Yeah, like Jim Jordan wants to do right now. You know that uh, that's yeah that's what I'm Jim, saying. I'm, Jim I'm not Crow saying Jordan that he was wrong and what his his cause was wrong, but the point is, and sometimes I feel like this is sort of missed when when people our age. Well, I wouldn't even say just people our age. We see that he got arrested for doing the right thing, and we're outraged. But the thing is, is that he was arrested because he was breaking the law. Absolutely. And he was breaking the law to change the law. Absolutely. That, that good trouble he kept talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, once you jump in here. Yeah, the struggle goes on. I, I think that was the, the key element that he left this with. Is yeah. that he he carried this from when he was old enough to preach to chickens, okay, to the day he died, and he passed the torch to this generation. And I think he was satisfied what he saw the day before he was admitted to the hospital that that his 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 cause is in good hands. Yeah, these, these, this, and and the reality is, is that this is a younger generation than me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, the, so when I say these younger people, these are the spirit of him, whether or not they realize it or not, I don't know. But it seems to me that they are willing to do the very thing that John that John Lewis was willing to do, and that was to die for the cause. And it's our job to make sure that nobody forgets. Yeah, I think that's something that still is so powerful to me. John Lewis was, for his entire life, was willing to die for this. Even after he got elected to Congress, he was willing to die for his Mm-hmm. Not, to, not his cause, but for this cause, for the yeah. cause of voting rights for African Americans and minorities. He was always willing to die for it, and that is actually what Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matters, is all about. It's profound. It's powerful to me. It's profound. So, uh, and, and I mean, his life was profound. His words were profound, and what is going on right now is is a profound movement. And uh, you know, the the opportunists, and you know, no matter what who they are, um, we need to shut them out in some way. You know, the, the I, I I mean. I understand some... Okay, yeah, there's some vandalism going on, and that really doesn't upset me that much. But um, when it gets egregious and gratuitous, it, it strikes me that there are people out there who probably need help. 
that are are that have anger issues or emotional issues or you know chemical imbalance issues to to not be able to rationale you are trying you know when when you look at uh, uh, an african american father mother their children their their parents their aunts their uncles and they're out there and they're marching and they're holding hands and they're with other people peacefully going down the street wearing masks holding signs all that stuff when you go out and you commit an act of uh, you know property damage or violence or something like that if it's not in self defense um, what are you doing to them? You're you're making these people, and we're smart enough. That's the thing. We're smart enough to tell the difference. Republicans aren't. Yes. They see somebody in a Black Lives Matter T-shirt, and they're like, "Oh, that might as well be a Molotov cocktail or a you know, uh, you know, whatever." You know, it's 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 an it's an evil ignorance on the right. And well, for yeah, for people to to feed it is evil and ignorant as well. There's there's two things to this. Well, there's a lot of facets to it. To be really honest with you, Ken. First off, um, I don't think it should be an either or when it comes to um, peaceful protesting. Like either you're peacefully protesting or you're not. There are really shades of gray in between, and there are also outside agitators. I understand and that. Then, and, and, then, and then there's the next level of, of things that I don't think a lot of white people really want to acknowledge, and that's that poverty begets anger. And yeah. you can only quell the anger so much before it overflows. I guess where I'm where I'm at on this is I'm seeing a lot of vandalism in, in stuff like that being done by white people. Yeah. And and in two fellow white people who want to go out, commit violence, you know, take their billy clubs, run after people, throw bottles, things like that. You shouldn't do that. I've said it before. You shouldn't do that. You need to you be. Know, I, you need to be an ally. Go yes. ahead, Bobber. Yeah, I, I'd like to just amplify a little bit of what Rain said. Um, poverty uh, begets hopelessness, and hopelessness be, begets desperation, and desperation, you know, leads to petty crime. Exactly. And what are we? Yeah. And what are we seeing now? Is Trump is trying to say. Uh, you know, oh, it's okay, suburbanites, don't worry. We're not going to have low-income housing in the suburbs anymore, so you don't have to be scared of those brown people. I was watching somebody talking about that. I was uh, W. Kamal Bell and uh, Don Lemon talking about this last night. And they were laughing, and they're like, oh, okay, what if, what if Jay-Z lives in the neighborhood? You know, I mean, you know, it, it's Again, like... it's and white. It's well, like the, it, it's not living in, in low income housing. Well, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that they're they're like he's he's broadcasting this to his white base, and yeah, they were saying they were saying that. what if the rich family on the streets the black family, and then yeah, they the joke they and they said and and this is Don you know just Don Lemon and, and W Kamal Bell from last night, and they were like. They were like, yeah, there's a lot of rich, you know, black folks in in New Jersey, you know. Um, it, so so this this kind of dog whistle, 
Uh, it, no, it's a bullhorn. Trump's Trump's saying, "Don't worry, I'm not going to put those, you know, those shithole uh, Section Eight uh, properties." You know, I mean, it's just fear mongering again. It, you know, and, I mean, and, and that's not all that he has. has any control over that anyway. Yeah, he has so, no control over that. Yeah, this is you know, this is for localities to decide what they do. Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, uh, let I, me. I got to say yeah. something. I gotta respond to something Try put in the chat. Okay. And I love you, Try. But I, he, he said, I'm afraid peaceful protests don't get things done. Ask Crispus Atticus or uh, Isaac yeah, Davis. I deeply, I have to call this one out. I deeply disagree because it was, it was John Lewis and and Diane Nash and and so mm-hmm. many other people that went to Nashville, who sat at the counters in downtown Nashville. At the you know at the ice cream shops the coffee shops and they peacefully protested by sitting on those chairs that desegregated Nashville. I deeply disagree that peaceful protests don't work. Yeah, and I and I also disagree with that because that would deeply be disagreeing with the life that John Lewis lived. All right, Bobber, then Joe, then Green News Report. Go ahead, Bobber. Okay, so two two things. One. you know, in the instances of you know the of John Lewis's uh, group where they did the nonviolent protest, John Lewis and his group were nonviolent. They were nonviolent protests, but they became violent because of the response. And that's what we're seeing in Washington yes. and and yeah. all these other places. The peaceful protests become violent because of the police and and the the counter. Uh, I won't say counter protesters. It's not really counter. When the hired goons go away, it de-escalates immediately. And they're they, they're 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 seeing that in Portland right now. The other thing is that um, in in Germany prior to World War II, um, a lot of the horrible things that that started happening were legal. It just mm-hmm. and yes. like the 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 segregation was legal. I mean that so they were actually breaking the law by by sitting in those lunch counters uh but sometimes if the law is immoral um uh and goes against human rights then you have to break the law and, yeah uh, exactly not enough people not enough people did that in germany to keep that from you know devolving into what it devolved into yeah um, but we can't but oh we can't you mean the necessary the necessary evil tom cotton talked about yeah so jesus so we, could we, come back I'd, I'd laugh, but there's too many people that believe that shit. But but yeah, so the, I mean, it's it it's kind of the two ends of it. One is that they're they're peacefully breaking a law that is a bad law, and you know, if you don't do that, then you end up with what you ended up with in Germany. And you can do it peacefully, but the response is going to be non-peaceful, and sometimes that's what it gets to take. But that's what it's going to take to change public opinion. Yeah, Joe, uh, you get the last last few words before we go to the green news. I'm I'm going to have Martin Luther King have the last few words. Okay. Okay. He said, "I think America must see that riots do not develop out of thin air." Yep. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what it is that America has failed to hear, it has failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor 
has worsened over the last few years. It has failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met. It has failed to hear that the large segment of white society are more concerned about tranquility and the status quo than about justice, equality, and humanity. And so in a real sense, our nation's summer of riots are caused by our nation's winters of delay. Mm. And as long as America postpones justice, we stand in the position of having these recurrences of violence and riots over and over again. Social justice and progress are the absolute guarantors of riot prevention. Amen. Amen. Um, I can't. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Joe. Um, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to have more on a lot of different stuff on the show tonight. Uh, but when we come back, uh, we're going to get into name calling. We're going to give you up fake names for your mail-in ballots. Um, and, uh, should be fun, right? Cause you know, it's, it's, a, it's a scam. It's totally rigged. Yeah. We'll talk about Trump and his, uh, latest throwing anything at the wall conspiracy theory trying to get foreign governments to interfere in our fucking election again so uh but here we go green news report we'll be back in uh two and two no i'm kidding chuck woolery you suck uh about (laughs) seven minutes turn up the night with kenny pick so new and different it won first prize at the international inventors exposition kennypick.com it's thursday july 30 2020. President Donald Trump in West Texas today, campaigning and talking energy. Oil energy, that is. Black gold. Texas tea. New study finds 100% clean electricity target would generate 25 million U.S. jobs. Different study finds wind energy could power entire U.S. grid without harming wildlife. Plus, people across the country have been getting unexpected deliveries from China. Agriculture officials alarmed by mystery seeds in the mail. All of those bad seeds and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Mandating net zero carbon emissions, which frankly is impossible. Only for you, loser. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, so Donald Trump went down to Texas without Louis Gohmert for some reason and wanted to talk oil. Oh, yes, he did. He visited Texas on Wednesday, but not to comfort a state just hit by a hurricane. Trump toured an oil rig owned by campaign donors and turned the taxpayer-funded official White House event into a campaign rally. Shocking. Promoting deregulation of the fossil fuel industry and announcing new permits for pipelines and oil infrastructure on the southern U.S border. He also signed new authorizations to export U.S.-produced liquefied natural gas, which will raise prices for domestic consumers, and extended those authorizations to 30 years instead of the standard 20 years. Trump also lied about presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden's climate policy proposal to create millions of jobs transitioning the nation to clean energy. Seeking an even higher level of restrictions mandating net zero carbon emissions, which frankly is impossible for all new homes, offices and buildings by 230, not possible to do. 
No, we won't achieve net zero emissions from electricity by 2.30, either a.m. or p.m. <laughs> but aiming for 2035 is not only technically doable, according to energy experts, but major U.S. corporations and big states like California are already well on their way to achieving it. And a new study puts some numbers behind that target, calculating that Biden's nationwide target of 100 percent clean electricity by 2035 would create millions of high-paying jobs in repairing and upgrading the nation's rickety, decrepit electric grid. According to the new jobs analysis from nonprofit advocacy group Rewire America, quote, based on extensive analysis, an aggressive national commitment to electrify all aspects of our economy would create up to 25 million good-paying jobs over the next 15 years and 5 million sustained jobs after that. You know, this is going to be really fun and really exciting after that guy is out of office. A different study calculates that 17 states in the central United States have enough wind energy capacity to power the entire nation's electricity needs and can do so without endangering wildlife or encroaching on protected lands. The study from the Nature Conservancy is intended to help planners save time and money by targeting areas with the lowest potential for conflict. Wow, once he's gone, America could really be great again. Especially states like Texas, Kansas, and Iowa that had the top three wind energy capacity. Yep. Also, building wind farms instead of pipelines and upgrading the electricity grid means not only jobs, but clean air. Meanwhile, a heads up for Florida and the East Coast on the heels of Hurricane Hannah bringing damage and flooding to Texas. There's already another tropical storm brewing in the Atlantic. Mm. The next named storm will be the earliest ninth named storm ever recorded in this historic Atlantic hurricane season. Here's how to pronounce it, courtesy of the National Weather Service. The next name in the Atlantic hurricane season will be Isaias. Yep. Isaias. Got it? No. Thanks to unusually warm ocean temperatures caused by man-made climate change, hurricanes are increasingly spinning up faster than usual, often with little advance warning, just like Hurricane Hannah last weekend and Hurricane Michael last year. No matter where you are, make sure your household is prepared for extreme weather before panic buying clears out store shelves. Isaias? Isaias. Okay. Let's hope it doesn't hit. Finally, a very curious and potentially serious development. Residents in several states have reported receiving unsolicited packages in the mail containing mystery seeds, some labeled as jewelry from China. The U.S. Department of Agriculture this week said, do not open the packages, do not plant the seeds, and do not throw them in the trash because they could be invasive species. If you receive them, contact your state agriculture department. The mystery seeds are believed to be a scam intended to boost seller reviews on Amazon, but who knows? Does anybody know what the seeds actually grow? Not yet. Well, let's plant some. No! Oh. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.
Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh, my good gracious me! Look at that! Radioforhumans.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. Nobody likes me. It can only be my personality, that's all. Oh, it could be so much fucking more. How about that you kill your friends? Is that, a, is that a good reason not to like you? I think that's a good reason not to like you. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, Bobber for Freedom's Blog. Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bear of the Swamp. Uh, der Braumeister. Welcome. Oh, thank you. No problem. So, how's the beer world? Uh, it, it, it's still beer. There's still beer there. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, qu- <laughs> quarantine hasn't, uh, hasn't, uh, did, it hasn't caused a big hit on your uh, surplus? No, well... No, because uh, it's, I can't really share it, so I'm I'm having to drink all of it myself. With some right. help from Rain, of course. Yeah, I'm here. All right. <laughs> and, of course, uh, <laughs> what is going on here? Um, I'm looking at our chat room and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. Uh, thanks. Thank you I think, very much. I think some uh, some fake names for uh, mail-in ballots would would be good to give oh, out tonight. Oh, I have many. Oh, okay. All right. Many. Good. Good. And uh, are I you done? Are you done with that one, Rain? I do. I. I mean, I am. Yes. Yeah. I have, okay. Yeah. You know you what I'm do. saying. You do. You know what I'm. You know what I'm doing and putting down and the. I smell what you're cooking and I smell. And... Uh, I smell what you're stepping in. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. Here's your jingle. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you gotta give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You wanna mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. It is Friday, I yeah. I really for, forgot it was Friday. We got a special birthday for one of our crew members, uh, family members, too, right? Uh, okay. Trisec? A member? Oh. Is it Trisec's birthday? Wait, I, I... His brother. I so, oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. So, I, no, that's okay. I think he said his little brother's birthday is his fiftieth birthday is is uh, was yesterday or something like that. I don't know. You can fill us in. Remind oh. us. So I literally thought his little brother's birthday is the same as mine. Yeah, that's right. I don't we, believe. See, I don't believe it. And that was the other birthday we needed to remember. Joe's. Did you like the picture I shared on your Facebook timeline, Joe? It's a cat riding a unicorn with a gun. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it made me think of Sharky. It's like Sharky with his knife. Yeah. yeah, it made me think of Sharky. I was like, I know he doesn't have cats, but he'll appreciate this. It's from a cat. I, I used to have cats. Yeah. I used to have cats. But, you know. We haven't had cats Sharky ate them. If I could have found an no, armed, if I could have found an armed collie, I would have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. no, it's hard to find them. But I have lots of pictures if you need it. You do, yeah. But if yeah, you ever, for, like, 
Yeah, I well, down the road. Yeah, we'll we'll get unicorns. we'll get a sharky mounted on a uh, on a unicorn fire breathing fire and you know <laughs> it's a rainbow yeah. in the background. But anyway, I thought that was a fun picture. So uh, and uh, all right, so rain. Uh, let's let's go ahead and do name calling. Give out some fake names for their right. ballots. Um. So first off, we've got um Caitlin Chris, who I'm gonna call. She mailed in her ballot as Charlene the Maricide. Okay. Charlene the Maricide. Very good. All right, but who's the next? Marisol. The Marisol. The Marisol. Okay. Like from the from the Billy Jolson. God, I All fucked right. this up out the gate. So <laughs> next. <laughs> next up we got Clinster. Alright, Joe, go ahead. Uh, Clinster, I uh, you you should send your ballot in as uh, Tom Thimerazol. Oh. Oh, okay. There you go. Next up, we have a fellow uh, Craig. Oh yeah, that's a that's a one of uh, uh, the the gamer pals for me, Miles and Michelle. Well, Miles okay. and Michelle, but I'm friends. Hi, with Craig. Too. Okay. So, well, Hi, Craig. Uh, you got Craig. one for Craig Bobber. Uh, so he's a gamer. Um, um, so Sir I, Knight who says, Sir Knight who says me. Oh, okay. All right. I, I actually might have one for. Uh, I have another gamer name. I'll give to somebody. But uh, all right. Who's who's next? Jaded Faye. Jaded Faye. Oh, uh, you get the name Milton Bradley. Uh, <laughs> 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 there you go. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Rain. Uh, next up, we have Cat. Oh, well, your turn, I have Rain. One, I I have one for her. Yeah, Morris the cat. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's finicky. He only <laughs> votes by mail. <laughs> he never um, comes in person. Up, <laughs> next up, we have we have Ken Senior. Hi. Oh hi, Dad. Oh okay. Uh, I got I one for I got dad. one for Dad. I got one for Dad. Hi, Dad. Um, uh, Jay Silverheels. Oh, oh, what? He played Tonto in the original Lone Ranger. Yes. Oh, gosh, well that's yes. a deep dive. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or uh, or or or, or Lee Van Cleef. Uh, you can have him too. So I'll give you two mail-in ballots for those. Well, of course. <laughs> Stuff in the ballot box. That's yeah. it, right? <laughs> Vote early and often. <laughs> uh, uh, next up, we got Livin. Livin on Long Island, who got his cataract done. Yay. Yeah, yay. he's going to heal up and get the next one done soon. So He's going to get the next one done soon, and from what he posted, I think he's going to get his boot for his foot. So, yay. Liv, I'm awesome. so happy for you. Awesome. I know you're going through some tough times, but I'm so happy. Yeah. Dad approves right, uh, of uh, Clayton, uh, or not? No, I didn't say Clayton Moore. I said uh, Jay Silverheels and Jay Silverheels, uh, Lee Van yeah. Cleef. Anyway, so I, I got one for living. All right, Alan Smithy. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's a good one. So he doesn't want to have anything to do with this election. <laughs> um. Um. Next up, we got meow, meow, meow. Goodness. Joe, why don't you take meow? Yeah, I mean, uh, you'll send in your ballot as Carmel Corn Pop. Oh, <laughs> Carmel Corn Pop. 
corn pop, you know it's a vote for Biden. <laughs> it is. And it's caramel yeah. corn pop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So oh a little sweeter than good. what corn pop used to be. Um, next up, uh, Nightbird. All right, Rain. Uh, oh go gosh. for it. Another gamer, if that helps. Oh, oh, um, I, I, I get another game. Oh gosh, gamer, really? Just think of an old board game or something. I wanna. Oh, sorry. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just put sorry. You that's okay, your name. Wait, sorry. Sorry. I take that back. That was the first game that came to my mind. <laughs> no, I you can sign it. Sorry. I want to go with Sarah. Sorry. Mono. <laughs> Mono Polly. Oh, okay. Ah, Mono. All right. Who's next? Polly. Scoopster, who is also recovering from his surgery. Scoopster. Also known as Olo. All right. Uh, Bobber, why don't you go go ahead for Olo. Scoopster. Uh, for Scoopster. Um, uh, shoot. Shoot. Last name? Uh, Mr. Wizard. Shoot blank? No, oh, Mr. Wizard. <laughs> oh, that's cold, man. No, it really is. Just, no, that's me. Actually. It's a fake name. <laughs> so, Mr. Wizard. All right, that's good. All right, who's next? President. President. I got one for him. All right, go. Walter White. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, I am the Ooh, one the who knocks. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Brian Cranston has recovered from COVID. And he's got plasma gold. I know. So, so yeah. Walter White. All right. Uh, who's next? Next up, Sandy. Sandy and Derwood. Welcome back, Sandy. Oh, hey, Sandy. Oh, well, let me, let me, let me, uh, uh, here, I got one for Sandy. I, I, I've just been wanting to say this for a while. Uh, your fake voting name is Hoyle Euchre. Uh, so, because <laughs> I love the, I love Euchre, and Hoyle was the, the, you know, the rule maker for a lot of different card games back in the day. Oh, Hoyle I Euchre. Didn't know that. Yeah. I think we used to have the book with uh, the rules. Yeah. So it was funny because we'd be like, you know, we would always make jokes when we played Euchre. They're like, it's Hoyle, it's Hoyle. (laughs) (laughs) And, but yeah, so that was, that was a funny little gag. Now, either my headphone is being weird or my ears being weird. I hate when that happens. So we'll see. Now, it was my headphone. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Nobody worry about me. All right. Who's next? Next up. We have we have Theo. Joe, what do you, what do you have for Theo? Uh, Theo, you'll sign your name as Given Crabs. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, God. Uh, okay. Thanks. Well, I mean, are they are they blue, blue crabs? Uh, Dungeness? Uh, uh, below the belt crabs. Oh, so Dungeness. <laughs> all right next up we got uh we got tricep Ooh, for tricep right. how about yeah sam adams Ooh. oh nice. that'll get you in well the bar <laughs> and under the bar if you uh, have enough that's right <laughs> and last in in our listeners chat we have von hammer 
Von Hammer. Let me give him another uh, uh, game name. Uh, I'll give you. Oh, oh, Duke Nukem. There you go. Ooh. Duke Nukem. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm going up. I'm going yeah, up to. Um, hmm. We got Michelle, and I assume Miles. So I think we need two names. Uh, I have uh, I have one for uh, for Miles. I got one for Michelle. Okay, I have one for Miles. Who? Uh, it's it's G- Given Crab's sister, Sharon Bugs. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got one for Michelle. It's Vincentia Price. So there you go. <laughs> All right. I, I know that was Vincent's uh, long lost sister. Sure. Um, yeah. Can I? Can I take? Can I take Kenny's name? Yeah. Um, Wait a minute. You're already married. Oh well. Oh hello. well, you already did. Uh, You're a pickle simer because Dad adopted you. So there you go. Well, I'm gonna give you a new name. And I'm a Koch boy. You are. You are. You are a Koch boy. It's, it's, it's like a <laughs> like an Alabama family tree. <laughs> it, not at all, Kenny, actually. Kenny, you get Jack Mayhoffer. <laughs> oh, oh, I could be Jim Inahoff's brother, Jack Inahoff. Uh, asshole was spotted at the grocery store not wearing a mask. Yeah, I always, I, I, I had to explain that joke to somebody the other day because somebody posted, a, uh, one of my friends from Oklahoma posted a, a thing about Jim Inahoff shopping without a mask. And, and I put, I always call him Jack. And um, and they were like, like jackass, and I'm like, no, 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 say Jack, and then sound out his last name. So ass, no, Jack Inhoff. Yeah. All right, now I feel bad. I should have given you Jack Inhoff. <laughs> Jack, Jack Mayhoff. You know what? It depends. If you're Polish, or you're German. It depends on the pronunciation, right? Sure. I just think it's funny to say Jack Inhoff. <laughs> yeah, I <did. laughs> Anyway. All right. Next up, we got Adam. Adam. Oh. I have one for Adam. All right. Oh, go ahead. It might be related to you, Kenny, but it's a uh, dick pick. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you, you, I don't even know how to spell that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, oh. That was Anthony Weiner's pick- screen name for a while. <laughs> could be, could be. His, yeah, it was. <laughs> Carlos yeah, right. Danger. I lifted that one off the screen screenshot that he sent. <laughs> you, can't, you can't use Dick Trickle because that's actually a real person's name. Oh, that's a, <laughs> no, that's and it's also a medical condition. But that's he, beside he, he, race car driver. Oh. Yeah. yeah, Bobber, Bobber's next. Oh, I can, I I got one for Bobber. There's a company around here called Dicky Grabbler. <laughs> Dicky Grabbler. <laughs> Call what? Dicky Grabbler. Dicky Grabbler. Ooh. Yeah, there is a real company called Dicky Grabbler in uh, Cleveland. I don't know if they're defunct or anything. There was some kind of manufacturing thing, but every time I saw them, I'm like, Dicky Grabbler. <laughs> it's like Hamburglar's, it's Hamburglar's porn name. So. Next up is Joe Marnus. Oh, boy. Bobber, you got something good for Joe? Uh, let's see. Be gentle, Bobber. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Last name is Jablomi. First name Haywood. Haywood Jablomi. All right, I see the way I, we're going right. now. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, okay. I got one for the all next right. one. Then. Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh. 
Oh, um, really? That's right. me. God damn it. Oh, oh I got a good one for you. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. For for rain, you pull it. Oh. Is, oh. is that the name of a company? <laughs> you pull it? <laughs> yeah, it's a junkyard nearby. Yeah. <laughs> of course it's a junkyard nearby. Who's talking about me? That's mean. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, I got. Uh, no. uh, yeah, it's Paul. You pull it. <laughs> okay, who's next? Who's next? He used to have. He used to have advertisements in the men's urinals. <laughs> I'm next. I'm next. I'm, I'm I don't next. know what the significance of that was. All right, you know All what? Right. I, before we get to who's next, uh, I got to get some hydraulic fluid to. You going to Chatango to double check everybody? No, no, I'm literally looking for hydraulic fluid because you pull it, which is me. Oh, okay. Uh, so, okay. That's I H U G H. Uh, We're gonna save the the best for last over in uh, uh, Radio for I Humans, and then. Think, actually, to be honest, okay, we got Psy Guy over in Chitanga. All right, Psy Guy, um, uh, the classic uh, IP freely uh, is is your. <laughs> So. <laughs> and, oh my god. <laughs> I know his brother Bernie Urine. Everybody check your registration. Save check the names. Good god. All right. Come on, um, let's keep trucking. We have Genie's girls on there. And we also have we well we have Heather first. And Heather? Okay. All right. So Heather, uh what do you guys got for Heather? I got one for Heather. All it's a right. uh, uh, uh Pearl Kofefe. No. <laughs> oh. Uh, Dad shared a dick pic in the uh, in the chat. Of course, it's just Trump playing with his balls. Heather <laughs> could bring her curl or pearl kofefe into my you pull it junkyard. Oh, good. What a fun, uh, sexy time for you! <laughs> yeah. What a fun, sexy time for you! All right, who's next? Um, uh, jeans girl. Jeans girl, uh, Bobber, you got one for Jeans girl? Um, um, oh, jeez, I'm, I'm drawing a blank got, here, damn it. Seymour Butts, uh, there you go. Uh, yes, so. Seymour. <laughs> He's one of the Butts wow. sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, and you know the setup. You know the setup for that punchline. What do you call a guy who hangs out underneath the bleachers? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. What do you call a guy? Uh, yeah, yeah. So. And so, last but not least, Creepy McFeel pants. Oh, oh. Last but not least, we have Trojan Rabbit. Trojan oh. Rabbit. Well, oh. I think. Oh. Well, you, sir. Need so to, Robin would have something for him. Your mail-in ballot, your fraudulent mail-in ballot for this rigged election, should be bravely bold, Sir Robin. Bravely bold, Sir Robin, brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin, he was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken To have his kneecap split and his body burned away And his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin 
his head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis... That's, that's, uh... That's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> I'll send you a couple bonus uh, ballots that you can do incontinentia buttocks and biggest dickus on as well. Um, so there you go. <laughs> incontinentia buttocks. <laughs> this this entire segment has been improved by Dick Pinch. Dick Pinch. <laughs> Very good. Very good. And yeah, uh, yeah. Adamus Pinch's and, brother. And Mr. Hugh Jazz as well. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. That's, that's a Swedish name, isn't it? Jazz? Jazz, yeah. <laughs> Jazz, yeah. J A A S? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's <laughs> and, got a lot of vowels in it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. J A A S. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, all right. Birthdays. Yesterday was Joe's birthday. Yesterday, also, I believe yesterday was uh, Trisec, uh, Trisec's baby brother turned 50 Adam Yay. said he had a birthday out there too uh, but I did not see him post it uh, so go ahead and uh, put that again on. maybe it's his nephew or his sister or something um, I'm scrolling Jean, back Jeannie's girl mentioned on the uh, on the chat tango uh, her oldest girl Kate turned 25 oh wow. Oh, congratulations. Very cool. I like these July babies. These They're growing July babies like a are, weed. July babies are the best. They really I are. Watch they they really, really are. are. So, uh, type quickly, Adam. I need to know your birthday, Boehner. Um, uh, put it in the chat room because I scrolled back and I didn't see it. So, uh, But, yeah, Joe, tell us, uh, you have a good birthday yesterday? Uh, yeah, I did yesterday. Yes. It was it was a it was a, a calm calm birthday. We're having a, a bit of a party tomorrow. Oh, a very awesome. small, small, yeah, yeah. socially distanced, yeah, uh, masked party. Yeah, we actually had our good friend Mark over. Uh, he brought over some. Uh, he closed up his antique booth and brought mm. Susan a whole bunch of collectibles and stuff like that. And he's like, "Do oh. whatever you want with it." So all kinds of crazy cool '60s Melmac, like some really ornate kind of stuff. We love Melmac. So uh, anyway, Adam is typing. Uh, it oh yes, Adam's mom is visiting. So Diane, uh, happy birthday. So happy uh, so all right. So Joe, yes, Tri's brother. Uh, 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 Jean's girls. Was Jean's girls? Uh, daughter. Oldest. Yeah. Daughter. All right. Daughter Kate. Katie. Uh, and, of course, uh, uh, Diane Heber. Happy birthday to all of you. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! It's your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday! Yeah, Trisec reminds us to say, do, don't forget Dick Hurts. And, <laughs> all right, we won't. Um, uh, and also... He's also, he's also Bernie Urine's yeah, cousin. Yeah, And oh you also don't want... Uh, we forgot about uh, Mr. Japinas. Uh, Hugh Japinas. Don't say penis in this house! Yeah, so... Uh, Japinas, that's a, a Monte Montenegro name. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. He's from Montenegro. Yeah. Yes, I, so, I know that person. But stop saying it. Don't say penis in 
SSSI. I thought it was from Mo Montevideo. Was it at Montevideo? Montevideo? No. It could, I'm Moldavia. I think Montevideo is in Argentina. I am actually really amazed at how easily you boys come up with these. With infantile names? Yes. They've, they've all been around for, for, for decades. A lot of them. I, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I, I got to tell you that a lot of times when we'd have new employees, new interviewers come in to train, yeah, uh, uh, you, you know, at the unemployment lines, and we would have them go and call claimants to come to the window, and we would give them names like that. Oh, it's so juvenile. Oh. I love you yeah, guys. I know. Oh, I know. But we still goodness, love doing. goodness gave us a Jacques strap as well. Uh, oh yeah, French. Proving yeah. my point. That's oh strap my god. With, yeah. Strap with two P's. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Anyway, yes. Strap. 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 Strape. All right, Trisec. Stop it. Gymnasium. Yeah, we already talked about him. Jim Jordan. Oh yeah, you guys. You not you. Not you three. All of us. All across All of the board. Oh, you men. Wow. Oh, you men. These guys. All right. Break time. We'll be right back. We're gonna, we are gonna. got a lot more audio to get through, So uh, and hopefully some more laughs along the way. We got most of the heavy stuff out of the way. Uh, so, all right. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night on Radio for Humans. Right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com And now... On with the show. Is this real life? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to Back to Turn Up the Night with Phil McCracken uh, <laughs> on Uh Welcome back to... Uh, <laughs> Holding my cock. <laughs> the chat room. Foxfire is is doing them too. She's like, don't forget the Scottish dude holding my cock. <laughs> so, yeah, tri with Congressman Dick Sweat. It's so. four, 14 years old, not 60. Okay, 14 years. You guys really 14-year-old men. Yeah, you got it. Foxfire, you're an unofficial man now. Um, oh, that's right. So, um, We're going to nickname you Biggie Balls. Yeah. Oh <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Uh, that's B-A-L-L-Z. Phil McC 
Kraken. Balls. <laughs> really balls. Balls. Uh, anyway, yeah, B- B- A- yeah. It's been a while since we've had balls. Oh, yeah. uh, balls talk. P O U L D S. Balls. And these uh, uh, nuts also uh, we forgot to give yeah. out. <laughs> so, <D-nuts>. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome back hey, to the hey, show. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Ivana Tinkle, thank you, President. Uh, anyway, um, anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, Joe Santos of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hello. Uh, yes. Yes, hello, and my Hi, friend, jinx. what a shit. <laughs> and, of course, Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Der Braumeister. Welcome back. Howdy, howdy. And Rain for Freedom's Blog, Washington D.C. Welcome. Hi, hi. All right, that was that was a good laugh. Yeah. Toilet yeah. humor always always makes. Doesn't it? <laughs> well, for fourteen, yeah. What? Film cracking. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, wrecked him, nearly killed him. So, anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, a liquor, I barely know her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bob. Oh, no. You guys are... What? Oh. No. <laughs> there's, there's, come on, there's, there's this story here. It's called meat and liquor. Yeah. That's true. That yeah. is true. That is God's honest That's truth. There's awful. a picture somewhere on our Facebook pages. It's, meat and liquors. It's terrible. This is. I mean, you should go into that should go into that establishment and tell them what we they've have. done. This is a terrible, terrible no. thing you've mm-hmm. done. Well, it's terrible. Just oh, oh meat, terrible. And, meat and liquors is terrible and not... Oh, my God. You yeah. guys. Yeah, after that, you have diarrhea. Oh, oh you <clears> men. <throat> That's exactly what I'm thinking right now. On the break, Bob came up to get snacks, and I was like, what is it with... What is with you men? Uh, I don't know. And I um, said, you know what? We can revert to fourteen years, fourteen years old in this. Just a, oh, oh yeah, yeah. It, All it, it takes it's is not even to make a make a joke, and boom, we're there. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're. It, all day 14, long, they're 14, running around. Yeah, they're all day long. They're running around in our heads, like throwing their toys around and like rolling in mud and shit. You know, yeah. and and just like we don't even have to flip a switch. We're just like, come on down, boy. Um, you know. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah, sure. welcome back to the program, everybody. Let's 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 get a little little more serious here on the program. Um. Oh, but let, let's have a couple laughs. Let's have, no, no, no. We'll save the last for the end because we got some new Lincoln Project ads. Oh boy. Oh, I love those guys. <laughs> there's a lot of Democrat. There's a lot of Democrats behind the Lincoln Project too. So rest assured, there are. There's a lot of Democratic money going into these ads. They just put the Republicans out there as a useful, useful tool to uh, to say you know Republicans should vote for Biden. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, let's get back to um, uh, here. Before we get, uh, we'll, we'll go a little less serious. And uh, Representative Jamie Raskin, uh, Democrat from Michigan, uh, he also was talking to Fauci in that um, congressional hearing, and um, he's like, uh, "Okay, since you're here, would you do us a favor?" <laughs> 
could you just go ahead and debunk a whole bunch of shit some asshole Republicans said? Like Trump and, we won't and say, Gomer. We won't name them, but yeah. <laughs> connect oh. the dots. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh gosh. I, oh, that's another thing we gotta, I, I got to mention, too. Um, we've got... Uh, it, it, I, I saw a great tweet from somebody um, uh, recently, and I got to find it. Oh, gosh. Uh, it, I, I put it in the... Uh, in the turnips page, let me let me find this before we get to this because it's related to Louis Gomer. Um, and uh, this tweet went out Louis, the other day. Louis COVID. Louis COVID. Yeah, yeah. This tweet went out the other day uh, from uh, Hamish Mitchell at uh, at h underscore Mitchell photo on Twitter. He says, "If Louis Gomert infected Jim Jordan and Matt Gates at yesterday's hearing, do you serve wine or champagne?" So <laughs> it's dark, but I can't say I disagree. A I whole know it's champagne. Uh, or champagne. Go with Fred Sanford's favorite. Uh, champagne with ripple. You don't remember champagne? Yeah, yeah. That was like an '80s thing. It was like Carlo Rossi or something like that, or Paul Masson or something. Pitch, but yeah. Funny. So anyway, really vanilla. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Raskin, of course, uh, asking uh, uh, Anthony Fauci to debunk COVID disinformation. I want to go through some of the propaganda and disinformation quickly, just as a public service announcement, because America is watching you. And Dr. Fauci, why don't I start with you? Um, Are children almost immune to the disease? Just yes or no, because I've got a lot to get through, please. Are children almost immune to the disease? We have to uh, okay. be a little bit more precise. You mean almost immune. Do children get infected? Yes, they do. Have hundreds of thousands of children been inf- infected? Yes. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of children been infected. So children are not almost immune to the disease. Is COVID-19 going to magically disappear, Dr. Fauci? Uh, I do not believe it would disappear because it's such a highly transmissible virus. It is unlikely that it's going to disappear. Does wearing a mask give people COVID-19? Does wearing a mask give it? No. Okay. Not, not to my knowledge. <laughs> All right. Is COVID-19 a hoax? No. Um, should people take hydroxychloroquine as a cure for COVID-19? The uh, overwhelming cumulative evidence of properly conducted randomized controlled trials indicate no therapeutic efficacy for hydroxychloroquine. Can, can people cure themselves of COVID-19 by injecting themselves with disinfectant uh, bleach? <laughs> I'm sorry? No. No. Um, are you safe from the disease if you go to one of the aforementioned large assemblies, crowds, demonstrations, uh, without a mask on and not observing social distancing, if you sign a waiver that you won't sue the sponsor of the event? Um, I'm not so sure those things are connected, but I'll repeat what I've said multiple times, that being in a crowd, particularly without a mask, is a risk for acquisition and transmission. Okay, so, but signing a waiver doesn't confer any kind of immunity on you from, from being uh, infected by the disease. No, of course okay. not. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, now watch this. I'm just yeah. going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Jungle Jungle Jim was silent through that whole thing. Oh, you know. Oh, oh, man, that's so sad. Louie wasn't there to pound his fist and tap his pen. (laughs) (laughs) I I, 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 I
I, I only have one thing to say about though. Jay, I love Jamie Raskin. You know, yeah. I, I do love him, and and he's he's so on point there. But really, Jamie, his hair looks like each follicle is living independent lives. Uh, okay. <laughs> Try just remember. Uh, just, I uh, mean, it, let, it let has me, no yeah. organization at all. Like it's um, not anywhere. I'm going to defend him. Because I, well, I, mean, I know I get what you're talking about, but just keep in mind, he lives in Montgomery County, Maryland, who mm-hmm. has not lifted restrictions, which means Jamie Raskin is actually living the precautionary tale. No, 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 no. It was like that before. It was no, like that before. No, I saw it today. It, it's worse. He hasn't, goes, gone, he hasn't gone to the. He hasn't gone to the barber or a hairstylist because. He is actually doing what you're supposed to do by safe distancing. I don't think that covers it because everything's going in a different direction on his head. All right, well, well he, he's whatever. got that kind of hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. But, but Jamie, Jamie, uh, straighten it out. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it trice. It, well, okay, uh, it, just just so Trisec knows, he missed it. it. That was Jamie Raskin, a Democrat from Michigan, asking mm-hmm. Anthony Fauci to debunk things that Trump and uh, Gomert and other people have said. Basically, putting it Without- in the con- congressional record that what Trump and Gomert and others are saying is utter bullshit. And what yeah. he did, he did it. Without naming them, so everybody yeah. knew who they were talking about. Yep. He helped create. He helped create an ad. The oh, he did. he did. He did. Ad out of it. No, that's beautiful. So, uh, all right. So there we go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was playing. Yeah, Theo's right. He was Jamie Raskin was playing the fool on the side of the angels. Exactly. So that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but anyway, um, uh, uh, so, uh, let's, uh, we're going to shift gears. I'm sorry. Everything, it's all over the place, uh, how we're doing audio tonight, but, um, I want to get to some of this audio because it, it's really, it's really beautiful. It's really important. Uh, from John Lewis's funeral, um, uh, the services, uh, again, we, we heard from, uh, three human presidents, uh, although yeah. George W. Bush mm, still on the fence on that one, he might be a human he animal made hybrid. Like what he had to say. Yeah, I liked what he had to say, but I still, you know, um, I'm not on the full uh, fence of forgiveness for him at all. Human animal hybrids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but but it, it, at least, at the very least, I will say this uh, about, uh, with the exception. Of his, you're either with us or you're with the enemy, whatever, or you're with the terrorist thing. With the exception of that, he had the ability to speak as if he was speaking to every one of us. Trump has never attempted that. Trump uh. only speaks to his base and those who, who, who prop him up, polish his knob, and, you know, crawl up and taste, taste lunch. You know... <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Dirty asshole. Please, no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, Ken, I, I get uh, what you're saying. And this I one time, no, bank I'm camp, usually the I stuck a flute in my... Big, dirty asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually the one on this show who is, I I think, between, between you and Joe, 
is more generous. I'm, I, I still, I can't get over the fact that, you know, it was because of his actions that we went to the, to war in Iraq and yes. Afghanistan. Well, Oh yeah, there's no. There's he's no a war criminal. But, he's but a war criminal. Him and Cheney, but, they're war criminals. I, here's the I'm thing. not over here's that. The the, the, nobody's over that, and nobody's over what he did and what Cheney did, and and the laws they broke and and all that. But here's where 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 I'm going. Yeah. John Lewis, because of his principles, refused, like every congressman usually does, attend the inauguration of George W. Bush in 2000. Oh, that stolen election? The one that was rigged? In 2001, right. In 2000, he, he refused... Because of his principles, John Lewis did not participate. Okay? Yeah. And George W. Bush knows this, right? Mm-hmm. He knows this. And twice, in 2001 and in 2005, he did not attend George W. Bush's inaugural in protest. Yeah. Okay. But George W. Bush attended John Lewis's funeral with full knowledge that John Lewis did not approve of George yeah. W. Bush's I, presidency. I, I will give him credit for that. I will give him credit for that. Uh, I'm just saying, I, I we don't have Bush audio to play. I'm you know I'm just yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying you know there there's still a wound with me that hasn't healed. But I Absolutely. will say I will the only credit I'll give Bush is that he didn't speak like he was only the president of the people who voted for him, for the right. most part. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But we should not forget, and I think this needs to be mentioned before we go on any other audio, that it was John Lewis who kept pushing for decades. And it was. And and I so I don't forgive George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. But George W. Bush actually agreed with John Lewis finally after fighting after John Lewis fought for decades yeah. to get the American Museum of African American History into play. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that's a very you know, good point. That was that was Bush who signed that in into action. Yeah. So there um, were the, it wasn't all ugliness in the in GWB's administration. Uh, a, unlike a unlike stuff. Trump. So anyway, let's get to the first clip. Uh, uh, President Obama um, had a very fiery message. And by the way, Tucker Carlson, fuck you, you racist hog. Oh, and Eric Erickson. All of them. Uh. All of them. Again, like I said earlier, ride a hot rail to hell because that's where you're going if there is one. Uh, your life is already hell when you have that much hate in your heart. Um and uh, all right, so here's a, a, a we've got two clips from President Obama. Here is the first one from the services for the late great American hero John Lewis. Today, we witness with our own eyes police officers kneeling on the necks of Black Americans. George Wallace may be gone, but. We can witness our federal government sending agents to use tear gas and batons against peaceful demonstrators. No joke. Mm-mm. We may no longer have to 
guess the number of jelly beans in a jar oh. in order to cast a ballot. Mm. But even as we sit here, there are those in power who are doing their darndest to discourage people from voting by closing polling locations and targeting minorities and students with restrictive ID laws and attacking our voting rights with surgical precision, even undermining the Postal Service in the run-up to an election that's going to be dependent on mail-in ballots so people don't get sick. Now, I know this is a celebration Preach. of John's life. <laughs> there are some who might say we shouldn't dwell on such things. Yep. But that's why I'm talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> John Lewis devoted his time on this earth fighting mm -hmm. the very attacks on democracy and what's best in America that we're, we're seeing circulate right now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I, it, can you imagine if, if uh, how John Lewis would feel if his funeral had been any different? If it had uh. been subdued and people didn't speak about injustice and inequality and the violence still going on against African Americans and other minorities and voter suppression and everything? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if it was just you know silent? You know, bow your head in silence. Say, he was a great man. Good night. You know, I mean. I, I, that wasn't his life. This was a reflection of his life. They played his own words. Mm -hmm. You know, he, and uh, Tucker fucker Carlson calling Pre uh, Obama a greasy politician. He uh, said, "How would you feel if, 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 uh, if uh, a greasy politician spoke at one of your loved ones, you know, showed up for one of your loved ones' funerals?" I would okay, first of all, ex-president, not a greasy politician, and he was invited to speak there. He did. And if so, President and, and, John and, and John Lewis's relatives uh, were standing applauding. By if him. President Obama said similar I, things at my funeral about me and my life, the only thing greasy would be what Tucker Carlson said <laughs> about it. Because Tucker Carlson, you're greasy, you're nasty, your family makes money off of fucking frozen shitty food. There's you're greasy, else to be said here. Mr. Salisbury steak cooker. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, there's something else said here. This was John Lewis's church. This was, this was John Ebenezer Lewis's Baptist. desire. This was. This was Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta. Yeah. Who its former preacher was Martin Luther King Jr. This church has a history of being political. And they have a history of knowing how to talk about politics in the name of the God that they believe in. Mm -hmm. The same way that John Lewis did where it becomes a moral imperative to do the right thing. At so, all costs, at every turn, every moment. Yes, and I say that very specifically. For, for, for us on the left who say, 
you know, start taxing churches. Um, <clears throat> I've always been like a very slippery. I feel like that's like that's something I usually really never. I, I usually never dwell on. Um, I, I will say it from time to time. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm uh, not. I'm not going after you. I'm not going after any. I didn't. Pastor. I didn't you think know, that at all. I'm just saying. I'm just responding to what you're saying. I'm just saying it's something that I, I will come up from time to time. Uh, but when it's when it's hateful oppression, that makes me want to say tax them. When it's exactly equality, what? that's what social justice that's is. Social justice. That's exactly what it yeah. was. What 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 President Obama said. And 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 what uh, uh, George W. Bush said, and what yeah. Bill Clinton said, and earlier Bernice King said things that were uh, she gave she gave like uh, she said a prayer that was just it raised the roof. But the thing is, is Tucker Carlson is not attacking Barack Obama. Tucker Carlson is attacking the civil rights movement. He's attacking. He's that attacking church. John Lewis. He's attacking black people and he's attacking john lewis and john lewis was a messenger for everyone that that is good and wants justice tucker carlson is a rich entitled spoiled brat who was adopted into a frozen food mogul family never had to work a day in his life had a fucking midlife crisis and changed from wearing bow ties to neckties about 15 years ago and uh, now has a hate talk show on Fox News and is scaring the bejesus out of a lot of the people who uh, have a little bit of sanity over at Fox. So, uh, yeah, but anyway, I shouldn't even have brought up Tucker Carlson's name. Um, it's not worthy of everything that happened yesterday. I, I yeah. literally watched. Bob knows this. I was like, I got to eat lunch. This funeral is like over an hour and a half beyond schedule. It was beautiful. Yeah, I eat lunch at like three now. Everything, <laughs> everything that you would expect from. I'm just. I'm gonna just point blank say it. That's a black person's funeral. This was a celebration of life, and it was a celebration of what John Lewis and everybody who went before him and who will go after him were trying to do to make sure that we have equity and we have equal voting rights. Equity, equality, and justice. Justice being the most important. You've seen the picture about equity, equality, and justice, right? With like... Um, Everybody has. I can't get into it right now, but there's a meme out there about equity, equality, and justice that you need about people looking over a fence. You've seen it. Yeah. So, yes, I have yeah. seen it. What was interesting about that funeral yesterday is they didn't talk about equality. They talked about equity. Mm. And I, it dawned on me about two hours in, they were talking about equity, not in a financial way. They no. They were talking about. The overarching mem the overarching idea of you know equality and being equal and everybody having the same thing as everybody else and just thought wow equity is the perfect word equity uh, for yeah opportunity for uh access for uh you know just the means to go about your life uh that that a lot of people take for granted go back to the library discussion 
where where you yeah. know the the uh, uh, he uh, John Lewis accepted the National Book Award, and he was forbidden to go to libraries as a child. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I thought it was interesting. They used yeah. the word equity. So anyway, um, we have to go to the break. Uh, we're going to listen to Planetarium by Bobber on the break. And uh, when we come back, I have a little bit more from Obama and another speaker from John Lewis's funeral and a couple ads we want to play from the Lincoln Project for some laughs on the way out because it's pretty goddamn funny. Um, you know, even if they're not the best jokes, it's just still funny that's going to piss off Trump. That's my That's my thing. So anything to, to make him mad, anything. We'll be right back I'm with like more. Raise, raising his blood pressure. Oh, mm, something's gonna pop one of these days. Turn up the night.
Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka, goes right there. Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Hi, everybody. This is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Oh, the humanity. Radioforhumans.com. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where's it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And thank you, Scranton. And thank you to all the other fine localities around the country where our listeners live and love and do good things for their community. All right. Welcome back to the show. We might have to get a little bit into lightning round with audio here um, because we got a lot. We have a lot of stuff. Um, so uh, I could save some of the stuff from uh, John Lewis's services today. For next Tuesday, because you know what? Honestly, I feel feel like we should hear just like I I just don't want to stop hearing about John Lewis. You know? Ah, uh, yes. You know what I mean? So I, I think maybe we should save that because we played a fair amount tonight. We'll have more from President Obama, and then very very I, I actually think I want to go back and maybe get more from uh, activist professor professor and minister uh, James Lawson. Um, cause I did not listen to his entire portion of the speech and I got some of it. I got like five minutes, but I kind of like to maybe break it down a little bit more. Um, oh, that would be great, Ken. Yeah. So I think, I think we should revisit it and, and, and hear, and, and maybe hear, maybe hear from Clinton and Bush and, and other people that spoke and, and King, uh, uh, as you were mentioning too. So, um, so what I think we should do is let's, let's get into, First of all, uh, Trump's uh, fuckery with uh, in the lead up to the election. Uh, this is, uh, you know, he did the the tweet about mail in ballots the other day, and this bastard is doing everything in his power to try and basically this is his latest Russia, if you're listening, moment. This is his latest 
perfect phone call with Ukraine moment. This is just the latest endeavor of his to invite foreign interference into the 2020 election. There's no two ways about it. When you hear it, you'll know exactly that. That I don't know if, if, if you guys heard him uh, from today talking about mail-in ballots. I did not. I was painting and having a good life. Yeah, and good for you for that. Um, but this is, I, I don't think you guys will disagree with me that that is exactly what's going on. Um, listen to this. Those mail-in ballots are a disaster. You just have to take a look at the last recent, uh, take a look at New York City. Look at New York. They're still counting your ballots, Pat. Do you know that? They had a race, a small race by comparison, by comparison, tiny. It's so messed up. They have no idea there are ballots missing. Thousands and thousands of ballots are missing. They think they're going to send hundreds of millions of ballots all over the United States and it's going to come out. You won't know the election result for weeks, months, maybe years after. Maybe you'll never know the election result. And that's what I'm concerned with. Asshole. It'll be fixed. It'll be rigged. People Bullshit. ought to get smart. And I just hope our Republican voters, the people that are for you, uh, are going to do what they have to do. Absentee ballots the are great because are absentee you. ballots, you have to go through a process to get them, and it's it's actually a great thing. Absentee ballots. I'm going to be voting absentee. An absentee what? ballot is one thing. A universal mail-in ballot is a disaster. These governors are going to send out millions no. of ballots. They don't even know where they're sending what? them. I already have friends. They got ballots for a son who died seven years ago. Liar. Uh, we, they got, oh, you don't even want to talk about it. But the media knows this. Actually, the no. Washington Post wrote a great article of all groups. A week ago, the Washington Post groups. wrote a great article that this is a disaster. This is going to be the greatest election disaster in history. And by the way, you guys like to talk about Russia and China and other places. No. They'll be able to forge ballots. They'll forge them. They'll do whatever they have to do. People should go and they should vote or do an absentee ballot. Motherfucker, he just said. <laughs> what was he even talking about, Ken, Joe, Bob? He's babbling, man. Holy I, shit. Oh, he's blithering. He's blithering. But very deliberately, he mentions in there Russia and China. They can, they can, oh, uh, here's an idea, Russia and China. Why don't you counterfeit the these and fuck things up? Well, guess what? We're not Russia and China yet. We're still America. I know, but what he's doing is he's inviting foreign interference once again into our election because he, he has a very good feeling that he is going to lose this time around because he's a fucking... He, you want to talk about a disaster, Joe? 150... How, how quickly did we go from 149,000 uh, dead uh, Americans from COVID to 153 almost we were almost at 153 before the show what would it take no, two three days we're past it we're past it now yeah oh okay and yeah said in, three, in three weeks we're going to be at 173 20 000 jesus more. christ by august 22nd august 22nd it's, we will be twenty thousand more deaths it's accelerating about, yeah go ahead I read that article in the Washington Post today yeah. that he's talking about and touting. And it wasn't about what he's talking about. It is about trouble with mail-in ballots, but it all... Oh, are you just saying he lied? I'm shocked. Go ahead. Let's just say obfuscated. 
<laughs> but he but said, "What he said." Mail in. Here's 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 what the article said. Yeah, yeah the article was in particular talked about certain states who had trouble with the rules about voting, like when it counts. Does it count when it's postmarked? Does it count when it's received? Some of the states want it received by election day and won't count yep. anything past the reset. It, do the do the uh, are they properly signed? In other words, when you get an absentee ballot, when I did mine in Pennsylvania in the primaries, I had to sign the inside and an outside envelope. So some it's, people it's hanging hanging envelope. chads on crack, basically. Right. So some some if the if the if the, the the signatures were in both places, they were not counted, and there were and there were contests to these, but it was a very small fraction. Of mm-hmm. the total vote, okay, which he's not saying, but what that implies is that there's scrutiny about these ballots, which argues against fraud, because what the article was saying was there was maybe so much scrutiny that some valid ballots might have been thrown out, a small percentage, but there was scrutiny. So the fact that a foreign country could make fake ballots and send them in and have them counted is not possible. And today, behind closed doors, his own intelligence people said that's not even a problem. Yeah. From the intelligence community who were asked specifically if this is going to be a problem by foreign fake ballots, they said it's not possible. Yeah. Not possible because states control their election States controlled state elections. Well, first of all, you have to be a registered voter to have your vote count. If yeah. if, if you're not, if if you're if you're Vladimir Shmoshmolsky from from uh, the Ukraine, you, from Lakewood, you know, it's see not more butts. Okay, see, see more you're not going to be on the voter rolls, and they're not going to count your ballot. So you yeah. could you could float a million fake ballots out there, and they're not going to count. Exactly. He makes it sound like they're just. They're just going to throw all these ballots in the box and count them, and then that's it. Yeah, you know, you're, you you can't even get a ballot, you know, without being registered in a particular jurisdiction. Exactly. exactly. When, and the ballots come; they they have a unique number associated with them that that exactly. back to your registration, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they're barcoded. It the, trying to trying to. Uh, falsify a ballot or stuff the ballot box is extremely difficult no matter how you do it in particular uh through a paper ballot is extremely difficult because you know, they they tie each ballot back to the the registration you know that's the uh, the whole electronic systems like they've had where they mm-hmm. they have these laptops essentially uh specialized laptops those are hackable you can go in there and change data in those and then it's exactly. just all electronic and that's, there's no that's way to, yeah there's no way to to try even know in a lot of cases whether it's been hacked and that's where our friend so, brad I mean, free brad friedman comes in too yeah he's upset about is yeah. that they know they know that if they if, if everyone's doing paper ballots there's mm-hmm. no way they can hack it plus yeah. plus they know that if if people the people that would be afraid to go in person to vote like he wants okay even though he would not get a it. chance to vote because a he knows that the Republican states are closing down polling places, which make it more difficult to go, and yeah. b 
because there's less polling places, they're more crowded and would scare people off. And the very people that would be scared off are the people that believe in COVID virus and are probably not going to vote for that fucker. Yeah. Oh. Kenny, you sound garbled. Uh, <clears throat> do I still sound garbled? No, you sound better now. Okay. But it wasn't because of your throat clearing. I was just saying, I, I just said, yeah, I didn't really say much. Um, oh. Uh, but but anyway, you know, he, it's, it's just important to, I would like one member of the media when he says something like this, say you voted by mail. No, it was absentee. It's different. Which, well, that's the thing. And, and there's the follow up question. What's the difference? Because there is no difference. Uh, The difference is it's it's between voting Finish, Rain. There's no difference between the two. I mean, I, I know you're trying to make a joke, Joe, but it, it, honest no, just, to God. Just, just no, it's true. It's, it's what you're saying. The difference is me. The, the, the fact is, is that we have literally in the Washington Post and other outlets, we are now seeing that the post, the, uh, the, the, the head of the post office is cutting off overtime. They're literally saying you, you got to cut. You know, there, he is he is slowing down mail delivery. On top of that, Trump is now trying to say that mailing absentee or by mail is going to be, you know, that means it's going to be stolen. Which, but because he, that means he's also undermining every one of our troops votes. He's soliciting every foreign interference as well. Vote. He's soliciting every foreign that. interference as well. That's the takeaway from this. Because he knows foreign interference is going to be much easier with the 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 computerized votes. That's so much easier for for them to deal with. By him saying this, he's basically giving them the red flag and saying, Hey, if we do this mail in shit, can you guys help me out? Figure out a way to fuck with us? You know, fuck with it. I think there's something more fundamental going on. He is already, and this is where we're, we're really going to have trouble. <clears throat> he, is, he is preparing, he is helping, he is feeding the Russians the propaganda tool that exactly. they are going to need to delegitimize. De- 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 delegitimize. <laughs> I got your back. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I got to get to the origins of this. Uh, <laughs> Oranges, yeah. Uh, Delegitimize de- the 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 oncoming Biden administration because Russia yeah. is going to say the vote was a fraud, and they they took away the win from Trump, and this is what he's setting up, and it's going to cause violence in the streets of this country. And he's feeding the Russians the narrative. That's yeah. what he's doing. Exactly. Or, or the Russians are feeding him the narrative. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's a two-way street, actually, yeah. Bobber. Yeah. Same, same. <clears throat> yeah. So, Rain, Rain, get your thought in uh, real quick before we, we change subject here. Because we gotta, my, we got to wrap my, things up. I'm going to put out my parting shot right now. Well, i got two other audio clips uh, that I want to play. So, uh, all right. No. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. My parting thought is come up with a voting plan. And I mean this seriously. What 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 I'm doing, 
I've already been, I've already, I'm already on, on board with, I'm getting my, my uh, ballot by mail mm-hmm. and when I fill it out. I'm not going to mail it. I'm going to deliver it to our precinct. Perfect. Figure out what you have to do to, to take the pressure off the, the postal service when it comes to mail in votes. Yeah. And another parting shot is absentee ballot and mail in ballot. They're the same. Of course they are. Exactly. Uh, so you know, he, he's he's uh, just, uh, you know, it's, it's 25 pounds of bullshit stuffed in a one-pound bag, what he's saying. So, uh, but anyway, uh, the Lincoln Project has a couple new ads I wanted to share with you guys. Oh, he's going to be so mad when he sees these. This one connects him with Jeffrey Epstein and... Uh, Maxwell, whatever her name is, Gil Gilsane, insane Maxwell, whatever. Uh, but yeah, this, this is a good one. The indictment of accused sex trafficker Ghislaine Maxwell reads. In some cases, Maxwell participated in the abuse herself. I just wish her well, frankly. Uh, I've met her numerous times over the years. She pretended to be a woman they could trust. All the while, she was setting them up to be sexually abused by Epstein, and in some cases, by Maxwell herself. I just wish her well, frankly. Uh, I've met her numerous times over the years. Maxwell would discuss sexual topics with the victim and undress in front of the victim or be present for sex acts. I just wish her well, frankly. A woman accused of being at the center of an international child rape ring. And the President of the United States says, I just wish her well, frankly. Had enough? On November 3rd, it's time to return honor and dignity to the White House. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Wow. Uh, president says Randy Rhodes calls her Jizz Lane. <laughs> 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 All right, Randy. Nice one. Uh, yeah, so. Randy's a 14 year old boy. That one, is, well, there you go. Uh, that one is dark. <laughs> That with that one is the bouncy boobies. Uh, <laughs> remember when she used to do? Does she still do bouncy boobies on her show? I haven't listened to her show in years. Um, I haven't either. But uh, yeah, so so that one was a little dark. But this one is fucking hilarious. They do uh, uh, th- this video from the Lincoln Project. They, it, it, it's in the form of Nationalist Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> And it's uh, it's they're talking about the species of Impotus Americanus. <laughs> so here you go. This is the the uh, Nationalist Geographic Impotus Americanus. Behold the rare small pod Trump, Impotus Americanus, notable for its exotic plumage. The Trump is typically a ruddy orange color, not found in nature. Though Impetus was once considered an alpha predator, this elderly specimen now weighs somewhat over 300 pounds due to its diet of fast food. In its youth, it was known to pursue females with other predators like Molestus Epstein. Now it focuses on exploiting its home territory, the United States. Impetus Americanus is known to be a master of deception and considered the most corrupt of its species. Its tweeted cries of anger are meant to distract its prey from its failures as the leader of its pack. 
Impetus Americanus is considered endangered this November due to its own competence and failure. Damn, son! Wow. <laughs> oh. No. They weren't holding as, back on that one. As Seth Meyers say, you burned. You burned. You burned. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I love the the talking sailor painting or ship, uh, sea oh, captain yeah. painting. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, funny. <laughs> I, you thought about it and snorted. That that's so you, you know snorted. you know the quality of that humor. <laughs> it it um, is a quality yeah. quality. You know, it's so tacky. Yeah, it's it really is. But yeah, so everybody, if you haven't seen Seth Meyers' video, uh, uh, Livin shared it. I think it was from. Wednesday or Thursday, the I think the Wednesday night show he shared one about uh, demon demon semen lady. Um, yes. <laughs> it was so good. By the way, demon semen, my favorite '80s cock rock band. Um, oh yeah. So a lot of those guys look familiar to me. I don't. I yeah, think I know yeah. Them. I think. Yeah. The guy in the kilt though, he's he's got uh, he's got he's got pearls. He's man. Kill- As the Beatles would say. He's killer diller when he's dressed to the hilt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's do quick parting shots. Uh, Bobber, what do you got? Um, I want to say, uh, you know, Godspeed to uh, uh, John Lewis. Uh, I wasn't on the show um, Tuesday, so yeah. But anyway, um, you know, we had the he was he was our representative in Congress. You know, we we been we went to his office in Atlanta. Uh, he wasn't there, unfortunately, but we did get to meet him um, the night the ACA passed. So yeah, well, uh, and I'll tell you what, Bobber. Uh, you know, in future shows, I mean, I think we should just like maybe just come up with John Lewis moments, you know, for uh, a quick segment uh, going forward because there's so much good stuff out there that he accomplished in his his beautiful words and in in just fight. Um, I, I I don't know. I think we can just you know just as a reminder to to for all of us to make good trouble, right? Absolutely. So so I, I, I honor him by um, you know putting up a sit, going someplace and sitting down and and and, and not moving. Yeah. yeah. Well said. So uh, all right, uh, Joe, what do you got on the way out, sir? Well, I'm sure it's a topic we're going to talk about um, next week a lot because I have a feeling it's going to be making headlines next week, and that's Biden's VP choice. Um, yeah, that's right. I think he's going to be making it next week, uh, apparently. And um, I got to say, it's the same as as I my position on, on whoever he picks is the same as it was as whoever the Democrats picked way back when we were all having our favorites in the multi-person race. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. There's no one on that short list that I'm going to say, oh, I'm voting for Trump because he picked them. They're yeah. all great people and they all can be president tomorrow. Okay. Exactly. And not only that, but I guarantee you, whoever Biden picks, if Biden says something stupid, they're not going to, you know, crawl up in his ass like Mike Pence does with Trump. No. They're going to have their own mind, their own opinion, and their own, you know, 
uh, 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 tenets that they won't waver from. And I have to say, there were four four w- black women on that 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 list: uh, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Karen Bass, uh, Val Deming, okay, and Susan Rice, who I think any one of those four can be president of the United States tomorrow. And each one of them brings something unique to the yes, table. I concur. Okay? So, we can't lose here. We cannot lose here. No. You're right. You're right. So, uh, Rain, I know you said you did your parting shot earlier, but any last uh, quick thoughts you want before we wrap the show? My last quick thought is that um, we cannot lose unless we have a bunch of Democratic insiders deciding to fight about who could be the best woman for the VP slot. Yeah, we don't need that shit and, right now. And I posted it in the chat, and people will see what I'm talking about tomorrow. <clears throat> All right, and we yeah we'll pick up on this uh, at this uh, some more John Lewis on Tuesday, and uh, everybody have a great safe weekend. Uh, be sure to tune in to all the fine programs here on uh, Radio for Humans. Make good trouble and uh, join us uh, on Sunday night, same time, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. For Geeky Gals and Guys, we got some really fun stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to do some top top 10 roller skating songs on the show where Susan and Miles, or, or um, not Susan and Miles, Susan and Curtis are going to pit their, t- their two top 10 roller skating songs uh, against each other. And I'm going to talk about 2001 A Space Odyssey, the Marvel comic sequel. <laughs> and more, and more. And we're also going to talk about how geek culture is for leftists, made by leftists, for leftists, and Republicans who try and lay claim to it. Get out of here. Anyway, that's all we got for right now. Uh, we'll see everybody on Tuesday and join us for Geeky Gals and Guys on Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. not